Jeffy in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Well, good morning. (laughs) It is the Monty Show. Hell yeah, it's Friday, January 27th. 2023. It's going to be a great weekend. We've got the NFL playoffs. We have got the Utah Jazz hosting Luka and his mom. Luka. Luka Doncic and the Mavs in town tomorrow night. The um, amazing story. Amazing story of Zion Williamson's ascension to NBA All-Star Superstardom. Even though he's fat and he doesn't play, we'll talk uh, NBA All-Stars. That's probably harsh. That's probably harsh. You know. I am so uh, I am so not happy with the NBA All-Star voting and the way that this whole thing worked out. That Zion Williamson, that Chaboy Chet Holmgren got All-Star votes. It's embarrassing. By the players. There are players who voted Chet Holmgren to the NBA All-Star team. The whole thing's a joke. We'll talk all about that. As usual, the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business are The Advocates. Make sure you find them online at theadvocates.com. Don't forget, you never pay them a penny until they win your case. So no consultation fees, no retainers, just the best representation when you've been in a wreck, theadvocates.com. Um I just think it's hysterical that the NBA cannot get this all-star voting thing right. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how you explain that you have a guy in Zion Williamson getting votes on the NBA all-star team. And all joking aside, in all seriousness, you look at the voting and I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand. Look at that. Go third down on the list. He's third in the player ranks. Yeah, that's stupid. Fourth in the fan rank. Fourth in the media rank. Like, how on earth is this guy yeah. who, who who hasn't played much at all this year third? People, he they're putting him, the players rank him third. Right. Yeah. Tell me that this system is not broken. Yeah, I mean, the system's clearly broken. I think and, and it's clearly unjust. I mean, I, I, I think what happens when people vote on the All-Star team is they, they, they skip over whether they played a bunch or not. Like, well, if he, had, if he had played or, you know, when he plays, he's a great player. He's one of the best in the league. And, and I don't disagree in Zion's small but robust uh, outings this year. Uh, you know, Zion has has made some noise. You know, Zion, I, you know, he had some big games, and and you got to give him credit for that. But the problem is, is the guy never plays. He he, he hasn't come close to playing twenty nine games. games. Like twenty nine games, just just a bit over half of their games he has played, and he's 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 number three in in player voting. Yeah, it's an issue. That look at the those that it, that it, I see what I meant to say. By the way, here's the uh, here's the Eastern Conference voting. Uh, Giannis number one. If by the way, 
By the way, how is Joel Embiid not starting? Because it's garbage. He's I, not I mean, only the best center in the NBA, he's arguably the best player in the NBA. I mean, I, he's not. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. The system's that's incredible. flawed, dude. System's flawed. That's incredible. And, and yet Kyrie Irving, Kyrie yeah. Irving, one yep. of the most controversial figures of the year, is... A, is but controversy brings spotlight, brings popularity. Kyrie's been doing Kyrie for how long now? You know what I mean? So it's not... I'm almost not surprised that Kyrie's there. I, I, I'm more surprised that Joel is not starting. I hate this process. Yeah. I, I'm, and I'm being... I hate this process. I, I can't stand it every year. I'm thrilled the game is here in Utah this year, obviously. You know, like I, I, I'm excited. I think Larry Markinen's going to be on the team when we find out on Thursday. Uh, I love that conversation and we're going to have it. But this nonsense, this nonsense... With this voting process is is just such a it's a joke. By the way, I'd just like to point out. You notice how all the accents are yellow? Like yellow's not the main color. Just accenting the accent, yellow. like the jazz, it's the accent, yeah. like the Utah Jazz. Yeah, we're accenting. You know, right? Uh, I I'm amazed by this. I'm I'm amazed by this. Like that, and with all due respect to Lamelo Ball, Lamelo Ball, respect. Lamelo Ball getting a ton of votes. It's does, a popularity does, contest. That's all it is. That's it. Dude. That's all it is. That's it. That's all. It, it's so frustrating to yeah. me. You know, like it, it is. Mm. It's mm, just mm, one mm. of those situations where too many, there's too many cooks in the kitchen, man. You've got too many people voting on the same thing that affects it different ways. And then you get Joel's not starting. Neat. Thanks. Because, because I was already so invigorated by the all star game itself that now I need to wait five minutes for Joel to get into the game. Like, you look at this Western Conference thing, and I, I'm just I'm amazed by the fact that you look at Devin Booker, seventh in player ranking, and Zion Williamson's third? Come on. Zion Williamson's third. Fat. Are you Are you serious right now? Are you serious right now? That Russell Westbrook is sixth in fan voting. You see what I mean, though? That he's fifth in the media ranks. Russell Westbrook was voted fifth amongst guards in the media ranks. You like his composite, his compo which is the players, fans, and media rank average, is ninth. What's up, big bro? He's one of the top ten guards in the NBA right now, and he's in front of Anthony Edwards from Minnesota. <coughs> He, he, are you serious? It's bad. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's example after example after example of injustice, dude. I, like, I, like, I get it. Buddy is in the running for six man of the year, and arguably he deserves that based on the numbers he puts up. But my God, if he's not a losing player, right? <laughs> so, like, how do you how do you define all star versus not all star? How do you well? You define it by it's a popularity contest. By the way, Laurie Markkinen's getting in. Yeah, that's the that's the good news. The like if finisher. You, if you look at the finisher, at least he got respect from the players. Being his vote was he was fourth. Yeah. Now again, I will just say it's a flipping travesty that Anthony Davis is ahead of him. Yeah. That's an embarrassment. But do you see that what Anthony I mean Davis by that? is ahead like, of him? Like people are like, oh well, well, yeah, Anthony Davis missed all this time. 
Right? He's always hurt, and he's rarely on the floor. After the street closed Davis. you know, Buddy's better when he's on the floor, so let's make him an all-star. It's, it's a like, travesty that Zion Williamson is ahead of Laurie Markkinen. you should have – there should be a minimum game played requirement. You should not be able to be voted an all-star if you miss time. Yeah. It, it, like, it just is unbelievable to me that that's what, what, what we do. Right. And and I look at the position thing as well. Like I, I think it was I think it was DeMar, uh DeMar DeRozan, you know, is starting uh for the East at guard, even though he didn't he doesn't play guard technically, right? By technicality, DeMar DeRozan plays small forward and power forward, depending on who's on the floor. He's not a power forward, we all know that. But by NBA rules and standards, he's a forward, not a guard. Yet, what is he doing? Oh, he's starting at guard. That's the issue, yeah, right? I, That's I, the problem. I, I I don't know. I'm not trying to open the show and be all negative today. Obviously, you guys know we like to come out with a lot of energy, talk about how great we are, talk about how beautiful we are, talk about that I woke up this morning um, to have my nightly meeting with Nighttime P-Guy. And I want to thank me. Happen to notice that, uh, <laughs> you know... You know, that uh, YouTube sent me a message saying that uh, we are now in the top 2% of all YouTubers because we have 10,000 subscribers. I want to thank me for having no days I mean, off. And obviously, it's not my sports talk you guys are here for. It's my good looks. I totally get well, it. My and fashion. Your spam calls. And, you know, spam and my calls, spam calls. Right? Spam calls. By the way, we did a spam call live on the air just because some a-hole called me yesterday. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much I appreciated all the DMs I got yesterday about that. Um, my guy, Kenny. Kenny, uh, Kenny, sent me a, Kenny sent me a DM and said he was having a really rough day at work um, <laughs> and that seeing me, you know, mess with the spam caller changed his day. <laughs> so he, he so he delivers Kenny delivers uh, Coke products in Las Vegas. Mm. And Kenny was saying that on Monday he got into he drives a truck, apparently got into an accident um, he had to take two days off of work because I guess it's mandatory that you go and get a drug test. And well, did you call the advocates? That's what I told him. Um, but he actually said it was his fault. Um, he said that he hit a uh, he was making a turn um, and he swung too wide, too wide, and the trailer, I guess the trailer that carries all the Coke products, hit the car in the in the that was turning left in the turn lane. Uh. And he said it was just, it was really tough. Then he was off on Tuesday and most of Wednesday. So he didn't get paid for those days, apparently. Like, just, Damn. he was saying how frustrated he was. And he said, as soon as, as soon as you uh, got that prank call, he said, as soon as you got that guy on the, on the, on the air, it was, I laughed. And yeah, he's like, I was sitting outside of one of my stops and I was laughing in the truck. And I just realized, <laughs> you know, and by the way, big shout out to Kenny. Kenny now is on his 11th straight day of cold plunging. Let's go, Kenny. 11 My straight guy. days of cold plunging. Dude, let's go. Which I have a lot of respect for that. I love that you guys have taken up the cold plunge thing, but I, I just, yeah. This is usually how we start the show, like in a good thing. And, and you know, I can't wait to talk about Dak's new girlfriend. Uh, like that's how we usually let's go, start Dak. the show. You know, like. <laughs> let's go, Dak. <laughs> And then Zion becomes an NBA All-Star. And I just, you know, I I just uh, it takes I can't you out of the rhythm it. and the flow and the, you know. 
Hey, by the way, while we're talking Utah Jazz basketball again, they have the uh, Mavericks tomorrow night at the Viv. Right. Um, do you guys think Walker Kessler's a, a starter? Or, excuse me, an NBA All-Star? Uh, I think he can make a case to be an All-Star. Uh-huh. I think as a rookie, his performance, the defense, the block shots, I think he's already a more impactful player than Rudy Gobert. Um, if you look at his numbers, he's averaging a double-double uh, since he's been starting. Like I, I think Walker Kessler, I don't think he is an all-star. I think he has a really strong case to be an all-star. And one of the other things that I would, I would say about Walker Kessler, one of the conversations I'd like to have about Walker is how many jazz men have been more impactful than Walker Kessler's been this year? Mm -hmm. One, just on the trade alone, the fact that Danny, and this is a piece Tony Jones wrote in The Athletic mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago now, that Danny Ainge wouldn't do the Rudy Gobert trade without Walker Kessler and that he leveraged the the Timberwolves and said, hey, I'm not doing this deal without Walker. Yeah, That right there tells you how impactful Walker Kessler was before he ever dribbled a basketball or put on a Utah Jazz uniform, right? Like, he was impactful. My question is, like, when you look at the, the roster this year and you look at the guys who've played significant heavy minutes, and I was doing this last night, and I, I think Walker Kessler is one of the three most impactful Jazz men of this year. I don't think there's any doubt... In my mind, at all, Laurie Markkinen's the best player on this team. Thanks. There is there is no doubt about that. But when I look at guys and I look at their impact, I truly believe that Malik Beasley is the number two most impactful guy with the idea that he's going to be traded. He shot well enough and played well enough that he's made a big impact. He's starting in, in injury absence situations. He is hitting big shots for the Jazz. He's played well enough to put himself in a position where the Utah Jazz will be able to trade Malik Beasley and get assets in return. All of that factors into, hey, he's really impactful. And then I think at number three is Walker Kessler. And I've thought a lot about this. I spent, when I was laying in bed last night with no uh, socks on. Right, you right. Know, uh, I was thinking about it, and I I think I think I think no doubt Laurie Markkinen's number one, number two I don't think I, in my mind I think it's Malik Beasley, and number three I think Walker Kessler is the third most impactful player on this roster, Jake, and I don't actually think it's that difficult to make that argument. No, I don't think it's that difficult to make that argument, and I think that you know Walker Kessler is obviously grown quickly uh, inside of Will Hardy's system, and and I think that. You know, it's been really cool to see him go from being a bench guy to advancing into the starting lineup and really setting his feet there, taking taking a foothold, taking a strong stance in that starting opportunity. Because I don't think we should just take for granted that a rookie big, you know, could hold on to a starting role. But he's done just that. And to me, it really all stemmed from his natural ability to uh, block shots. That's where it all started for him. And then I think he's had to grow into the offensive side where he's starting to understand, okay, I've got a little bit of a jump shot, just a little bit of a jump shot that I'm working on, 
But really what I can do is I can set screens and then I can be really effective in the pick and roll. And I really think because he's 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 more mobile, he's a little bit more athletic than a lot of other bigs out there. He's better on his feet. He's a little more capable. That allows him to get to certain spots on the floor. And you look at a lot of these times when there's like 50-50 balls or like he's trying to run down a rebound or whatever the case may be, he gets to that ball. Right, and that sometimes is the difference between winning a game or losing a game or even winning or losing that possession, simply getting that extra rebound. And, and I also think, you know, the other thing is that he's really the only big on the squad, right? Like Kelly Olynyk, yes, can play the five, but Kelly's not a traditional center. You know, he's not a traditional seven-footer with that kind of size and that kind of body. He's much more of a, a power-forward hybrid guy, right? So to me, it's like Walker has really stepped into that role, and that's why I think, yeah, I agree. You can make a case that he, you know, deserves some all-star consideration. That said, I think this summer, as I've been saying, is crucial for him. If he comes back with a jumper, a reliable jumper, even if it's just an elbow jumper, I'm not even saying the guy's got to shoot threes or anything, but just come back with the ability to pick and pop, he's going to be an all-star next year. Yeah, I, I, I have no doubt about that. And I, I think, again, I, I think that Walker is a fringe all-star now, uh, but I think I could make an argument that he's in that second tier of centers in this league already as a rookie just because of his defensive prowess and his ability to rebound. Um, but again, you know, I was I was just looking at numbers and obviously Malik Beasley's advantage is he plays every night. Like the guy's mm -hmm. available. He's played every night. It's one of the knocks you have about Laurie. He's missed some games now. Um, but Walker Kessler has been pretty available to this team. I mean, listen to some of these names, right? Like, and this is this is from ESPN. This is a ranking of the best centers, right? Every center in the league ranked like. I, I'm not taking Walker over, you know, like these first couple, the the obvious the Jokic people, is, the Jokic and B, Capella, like the Claxton. Those four guys have been the best centers in the league. And I know Capella's been up and down, totally agree with that. But you can't argue with the fact that he's been reliable, he's been available, he's been that guy, right? So yeah. to me, I look at those four guys and I'm like, okay, those four guys have been the best, highest contributing centers. But as for everybody else, right now, today, there's a lot of these guys I'd take Walker Kessler over. I'm looking at, like, Thomas Bryant. If he hadn't done what he did in the last two weeks, I'd be taking him over. I would be taking Walker Kessler over him. But right now, today, with how they're playing, I think you got to take Thomas Bryant. Well, and Thomas Bryant is shooting threes well. He's a, He's got a bit of a jump shot. Mm -hmm. And he's actually become an integral player for the Lakers. So I, I, would, I would actually take... Just because he can shoot threes, I would take Thomas Bryant. Mm -hmm. A couple other names, though, like Mason Plumley. I'd probably no. take Walker Kessler over Mason Plumley. Absolutely, I would. Drummond. Like, I would take Walker Kessler. I would take Kessler. Bam Adebayo. I would take Bam. Yeah. I look at a couple of these other names, and here's Walker right on the list. They rank, ESPN ranks him as the 14th best center in the league right now. Couple people that are just ahead of uh, him: Jakob Pertl in San Antonio. I would take Walker Kessler. Daniel Gafford in Washington. Boy, that's a tough one. Um, I think, man, Gafford's just that player that. Mm -hmm. But I think you know what the funny thing is when I think of Gafford, I think of of hey, he's going to tip that ball out that leads to a three, or he's going to make that little play. Walker's doing that as well. Yeah, Walker's doing that as well. I think Walker. 
Right now, here today, I might lean Gafford, but mm -hmm. a year from now, there's no doubt Kessler will be a better player. Mm -hmm. And then Robert Williams. I think Robert Williams is a really tough uh, case because he's a really physical center, man. Yeah, I just think he has a better body than Walker Kessler does. Here's what I'll say, though. If you rank, if, yeah, you, it's close. if you sort this by games played, uh, which they don't allow you to do, but just looking at it, Walker's right there with the best of them. He's played 48 games right now. So to me... Like, I, I look at this and I just say, man, like, he's out there every night. And, and that's why I say durability, uh, durability-wise, he's one of the best centers in the league, no question about it. Kenny says Yudoka Azubuki should be near the top of that list. Right. No, this uh, isn't the list of guys that should have been cut before the right, season. Right, right. That, that, no, not that list. This is a list of the best centers in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Right, just saying, just you know. saying. So, uh, Boyd Lake, good morning to you. Kurt Myers, good morning to you. How the heck are you guys? Tanner Plummer, uh, the first one in. By the way, Tanner was, uh, in, his train was involved in an incident. Dude, yesterday. why are you running people over with your train? Yeah. Like, Tanner, come on, bro. The, the anger's like, got, you got to deal with that. That's right, T. You, you got to, you know, you, you got to deal with that is what I'm saying. Uh, Kenai Johnson says, top of the morning, fellas. Cincinnati will take it. Mr. Burrow. Uh, seems deadly right now, and Patty hasn't beat him yet. Oh, we'll Better talk those refunds. We'll talk NFL playoffs coming up here in about 20 minutes on the show. What's up, Lopes fan? Gabe, good to see you. Uh, Lewis in the Jeezy, how the heck are you? Glenn in uh, somewhere in California uh, says, Good morning. Uh, hate Nate and still. Yeah, where's DeAndre on this list? Let's see. DeAndre uh, Ayton is one of the he watching is last 17th night. 17th on this list. Watching Ayton last night. Was he just can't catch the ball? Yeah, the yep. guy. I, I, and I know that sounds like I'm being simplistic. I I totally understand that. DeAndre Ayton is not a good catcher of the basketball. Right. Like you can't lob it to him in all confidence. He you certainly cannot throw the ball below his waist because he ain't catching that, and he doesn't catch the ball well in traffic. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you explain. He's got. And the funny thing is, having having shaken his hand, DeAndre Ayton is a large human. What's up, big bro? He's got big hands. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> uh, he can't catch the ball with those big hands, though. All right. So I, I don't know. He's a frustrating player, San Diego. I, I agree with you on that. Tanner says uh, they're late. Who's late? Um, Steve Lopez says, good morning and happy Friday, everyone. Let's go. Let's go. It's Friday, baby. Don't forget to hit that like button. Absolutely. Thank you, Steve Lopez, for being a member of the program. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. So please make sure you hit the like button. It really helps the channel grow. Don't forget, um, we are, we are absolutely going to, uh, take you plus one to a Utah jazz game. The last jazz game at Vivint Arena. Yeah, dude. April 8th against the Denver Nuggets. The four of us, which is me, Jake, you plus one. The Nuggies. Are going to watch the Denver Nuggets come in and get their ass kicked by the Jazz? Probably not. Uh, and we are going to take you to the team store. You can buy any item in the team store you want. Please, please wait. The item you want is a Jazz sweatshirt. I'm telling you, unless you play ball, you got to get game shorts. Mm, I'm yeah. telling you, get a Jazz sweatshirt. Here, no, there. My point is, hook it up. We'll watch the game together. It's going to be amazing. All you have to do is subscribe to the channel. Uh, and really, essentially, you want to be a member because you're always going to have more opportunities. Yep. Uh, if you were a member of the program um, 12 hours ago, you have five to one entries. Damn right. 
uh, to that contest. That includes Steve Lopez. Uh, that includes our guy, Nameless Ghoul. Mm-hmm. 911 says, good morning, Hacks. The Hacks on YouTube. Yeah, the Hacks on uh, YouTube. Tyler P. says, uh, Lori got robbed. Nah, he didn't get robbed. Yeah. He shouldn't have been a starter. He'll be a reserve, no doubt. Uh, Tim L. says, good morning. Uh, Andy H. Uh, says, Luca, I complain about every effing thing in the game. <laughs> oh. My name is Luca. Man, Andy H., it's good to see you. Yeah. Uh, Tanner says, my name is Luca. My name is Luca. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Luca, the train driver. Uh, Jordan A. says, it's crazy that Zion got starter over Lori and Sabonis. But, but le- le- is it, though, with how they do voting? This is the issue. It's a popularity contest. This is high school all over again, right? That's all this is. Hey, hey, I'm Zion. I'm I'm wearing my ice and I'm dapping up on the sideline, dude. I'm dapping up on the bench, right? I'm dapping up while I'm on crutches or my groin hurts or whatever, right? Like that's all this is. Demontis Sabonis is probably the guy that should have been a starter. Yeah. But he was fifth by the players, ninth by the fans, third by the media. Come on. Composite six and a half. You want to talk about a guy who's been impactful off of a trade? Good Lord. Yeah. Sabonis is the guy that... Dude knows how... Dude will get you 20 and 10 on a regular basis. Yeah. Zion should not be... That's a that's an embarrassment. That is a blight on the face of the NBA. Honest to goodness. That's a blight. Uh, Troy, good morning to you. He's also up, a member Troy? of the program. Louis Capazzo, the cheesy... Welcome uh, all of our By the way, St. George listeners. I think it was Troy yesterday, I could be wrong, who was asking about how the bash is going to work and invites and all that. Yep. Dude, if you're a member, you're invited to the bash. You're right? in. You're, you're in. Pl- and yes, somebody else was asking about plus ones. Of course you can bring a plus one. Yeah. Uh, and we will have, um, we'll have a guest list that you guys will be on uh, for that bash. So absolutely, uh, you'll get taken care of. Alex Chacon who is also a member, says Zion has missed 20 games. He shouldn't even be in All-Star. That's what I'm exactly saying, right. dude. Exactly right. Anton, good morning, sir. Uh, to be fair, people would be saying the same thing if KD or Tatum wasn't starting. But yeah, I agree that Embiid should be a starter. But if you look at Jason Tatum, he's been arguably the best player in the NBA this year. He is an MVP candidate. Like, you have to. Yeah, there are levels to it. Joel Embiid is the Philadelphia 76ers. Like, <laughs> that's incredible. James Knight, good morning from Australia. Mike says, Jokic is clearly the best big man in the league. Why do you start this, man? Why do you start this? Why, I mean, why are you doing that? Who's the best center in the NBA? I would go with Embiid, but if you go by wins added which is a stat that everybody loves to which die on the hill yeah. of Jokic is number one in the league at 15 but I don't know yes yeah I, this you know what I hate about this is if I say Embiid is the best big in the league well he's only changed well that inherently means that I'm saying that Jokic is somehow not a good big or something like they're both great bigs the thing that I like about Embiid over Jokic is Embiid wants to punch you in the face, dude. Embiid wants to end you. And Jokic is just looking to hit his little one-legged jumper or pass the ball. Like, And Jokic is incredibly effective. And I think Nikola Jokic is a is soft. I think there's a soft component of it. What he did with Morris last year is unforgivable. Yeah. And Joe doesn't hit you from behind. He hits you in the face. Yeah. 
And I also think, by the way, that that he is a dominant player at all three levels. Jokic is a better three-point shooter. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But I just I would rather have Joel Embiid. The injury thing absolutely is relevant, but it's a it's a it's a one A or one B thing. It's not neither one of them is bad. Andy H says uh, worse is the NBA All Star voting that actually affects contracts. Yes, it does. Yeah, Jokic greater yeah. than Embiid, but not by much. Andy says. Listen, statistically, Jokic is a better player. On paper, he's a better player. But but what I'm talking about and what really we're talking about is on the floor, when you look at, okay, clutch time, got to go win a ball game, you know, who's our guy? It's Embiid. And the difference is, is that everybody on that damn team knows it's Embiid and the defense knows it's Embiid and he still beats you at that size. That's what's incredible to me. That is what is truly incredible to me. That when you hit, when you're that guy, you're starting to get into the air of like best players in the league. You know that that type of realm. Like that's why I say like, yes, Jokic is a hell of a player. I'm not even really saying that he's not a good player. Like on paper, he's even a better player than Embiid. But if you're asking me who I want to take a game winner, who I want to to win me a game, I'm taking Embiid all day. Yeah, I, I I don't think I can disagree with that. I I think they're both really good players. I think, you know, when I look at when I look at it, I don't know, man. I think it's when I don't know. I think we're arguing. Yeah, I mean the minutia. Yeah, the absolute minutia uh, of the conversation. I think we're arguing the minutia of it, but I I just think that um, when you look at the the way that this all-star thing is happening. You got to fix it. Mm -hmm. You got to fix it. Uh, Anton says, did you guys see the 2K rankings? Uh, Laurie is 45th overall in the NBA. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, and I simply maintain that finally, finally, what those rankings got right is that LeBron James is the best player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And finally, he's getting a little love for that. How many of us here on the show or on the program play 2K? Like, is 2K still the thing? Yeah. Is 2K still the coup de gras of a video game? Because I'm not a big 2K guy. You're not a big 2K guy. It's okay. Like, it's the best basketball game out there, but, like, best game? Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I enjoy playing NHL 23 more than 2K, bro. Like, honestly. Yeah, I would much rather, looking at some of these rankings, like, it's a little surprising. Anthony Davis gets a lot of love, dude. Anthony Davis gets a lot of love. Mm -hmm. uh, I, which I just don't, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of love for sitting his ass on the bench. I don't quite Nothing understand Davis. why he gets so much love. Yeah. Um. I don't know. LeBron, number one. Luka, number two. Jokic, three. Giannis, number four. Joe, five. Kevin Durant, K. Dizzle uh, is Dude, number like, six. I even disagree with this list. How is Kevin Durant number six? You're telling me Kevin Durant is the sixth best player in the league? Steph Curry, seven. Tatum, eight. John Morant, ninth. Anthony Davis, like, tenth. What kind of ranking is that? Yeah, I don't get it. That's what I'm saying. Like, when I look at some of these rankings, I'm just like, what are we talking about? And again, this is top 10 players in 2K because yes. 2K got brought up in the comments So, section. LeBron, number one. Yeah. Okay, I have no problem with that. I think he's right. the best player in the NBA. Luka, number two. Okay, I can see that. 
Nikola three, Jokic. You're telling me Giannis is four? You would put Giannis, Giannis or Jokic right now? Giannis. You got to take Giannis. Yeah. Giannis. You got to take Giannis. He's yeah. got a ring. You got to take Giannis. Yeah. Joel Embiid, five. Kevin Durant or my, my problem Kevin with Durant this list, or Jokic? Oh, I'm taking Durant all day. Durant, Durant or Giannis? Guy. Durant or Giannis? Uh, well, I mean, if we're going by rings, you're taking Durant, right? Durant or Embiid? Durant. Durant or, or Luka? Durant for sure. Durant or LeBron? Mm. Right now I'm taking LeBron. Yeah, I think you got to take LeBron. And that's what this, see, see, like, like this if is. If I was making this list, it'd be LeBron, Durant, Steph, Giannis, Joe. That yeah. would be my order. That'd be my order. But hey, look, it's. I don't want to get too lost in the weeds on this, you know, but, but like. What, I, but no, I don't think it's getting lost in the weed. You know what I think this is? This is the all-star conversation. Mm -hmm. This is, and I'm, I'm, I'm working to get that graphic up for you guys. Uh, this is, and my issue with this specifically is, I don't understand the respect factor for some of these guys. Well, like, I don't guys... understand. Like, if you look at this right here. Yeah. And you look at the, 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 this is all about respect. That's what this is. Right? So, LeBron, number one, earned it. Luca, I don't have that much problem with him being... Being two, but Kevin Durant is sixth. Yeah, Anthony Davis is tenth. John Morant is not John Morant or Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, John Morant or Nikola Jokic. Yeah, uh, mm. I think you got to go Jokic, dude. John Morant or Giannis? Giannis for sure. John Morant or Joel Embiid? Joel. John Morant or Kevin Durant? You know what my problem with Ja is in this conversation? Look at the size difference. Well, and he hasn't won anything. Well, yeah, but neither is Jokic. Jokic hasn't won anything. Yeah, besides an MVP. Well, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, he's won an MVP. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and by the way, Anthony Davis shouldn't even be on this list. That's Again, again. Has Anthony Davis, Anthony, obviously Anthony Davis has a ring, right? But Anthony Davis hasn't won an MVP, right? I'm yeah. not tripping on that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, yeah. Tanner. Uh, he has. He ha Oh, no, that's the all-star game MVP. All-star game. All game MVP. Sorry. Yeah. Tanner Plummer says, could KD be six because he's injured? But do they factor in injuries? How's See, Anthony Davis 10th? Yeah. How's John Moran on that list then? How's Steph on that list then? I don't think it, it for video games. I don't think you're factoring in injuries. I think you're, I think like if you look at the list, Luca's number two on the list. Because it's him and everybody else. So 2K is saying, okay, they're getting to the playoffs every year on the back of Luka Doncic, right? Like he's carrying that team. And I don't even disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. You know, it's like that's that's facts. But what I start having a problem with is when you say Kevin Durant's sixth on the list and he's got, what does he have, four rings, I think it is, or three rings. And, you know, he's got, you know, he, he like he's widely regarded as, as one of the best scorers in the league. And by the way, while we're on the LeBron-Kevin Durant thing, I love this conversation about the fact that LeBron is not getting the respect he deserves as the best scorer in the league, right? Because he he is now about to pass Kareem on the all-time scoring list. And, and that doesn't mean that you're the best scorer in the league this season. But I actually think if you just look at it by this season, he is. By stats, I think he is. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Well, the fact that Donovan Mitchell is seventh in backcourt players in 2K... 
the fact that you have the top three point shooters, Curry number one, Clay Thompson number two, and Curry's a 99. Rated a 99 and 2K from And they flat three. out said he broke the video game, essentially. Clay Thompson's a 90. Malcolm Brogdon's number three at an 89. Right. Like, this list is... That's for three-point shooters. This is some trash. Yeah. But you look at the top 100 players, it's interesting to me that Zion Williamson is 12th. How? How? Zion Williamson, 12th. Damian Lillard, 13th. Devin Booker's behind Damian Lillard. Devin Booker's behind Zion Williamson. Devin Booker's behind Anthony Davis. Don is 16th. Kawhi motherfucking Leonard is Dude. 17th. <laughs> hey, Claw. I'm never buying this broke-ass game. I'm never buying this broke-ass game. And by the way, um, you, look at, you look at some of the, the other names on this list, man. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm shocked by so some of the names on this list. So where are we all at with 2K? Where, I mean, where are we? Laurie Markkinen's 45th. 45th. Yeah. Rated an 86. Paul, jo wait, 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 scroll. Paul George is 23rd on the list? No, DeMontis Sabonis, he's 22nd, Paul George. Paul George behind Trey Young. He's behind Jalen Brown. bro, bro, okay. Mr. Can't Make a Free Throw. What a choke job that was. He's got, oh my God, Paul George or James Harden? You got to go James Harden. No, right? you got to go Paul George. Okay. Well, you you got to go Paul. Well, where, what happened to you, Mr. Pa James Harden apologist? What happened Not to for Paul George? What, what, what happened to James is the best player in the league again? And James is I never, on a well, resurrection tour. Well, look, just because I would procreate, pro, well, no, this just would his beat. See, you're getting all up in my feelings now. <laughs> Listen, Paul George, I think, I think, and I could be wrong, but I would put him top three pure shooters in the NBA. Yeah. Paul George is a monster. And people react poorly to that take, and I have to, I agree with you. You look at, he's, Paul George, dude, outside, if Kawhi wasn't so damn injury prone, you know? Like, I think he's the best two-way player in the league, but Paul George is right there. Like, who's a better, like, Jaylen Paul George's Brown can't defense. can't make a free throw. Yeah. Jalen Brown can't make, he shoots 67% in, in clutch situations it's under five minutes dude. in games within five points. It's embarrassing. He missed two last night. Oh, yeah, let's rank him a 90. It's embarrassing. Yeah, Jalen Brown, Celtics fans buy games. It's embarrassing. A-hole. You know. <laughs> I love doing this. I get fired up over it. Right. Alex Chacon says, I would rank Dame over book. I'll slap the taste out of your okay. mouth, sir. Okay. Quick question. <laughs> Quick question. Has Damian Lillard ever been to the NBA Finals? And no, I don't, I'm not here for Portland fan oh, who's... Ah, hey. I'm not here for Portland fan hey. who's wearing his his really short pants on his cute little bike with his beanie and his cup of coffee hey. riding hey. down the street, banging on his wrist saying it's Dame time. Where was Dame time when the NBA finals were going on? <laughs> Where was Dame time when Book went to the finals, bro? Like, I love me some Damian Lillard. I loved watching him go 21 of 29 or whatever what it was for 60. But don't tell me that Devin Booker is ranked behind Damian Lillard, dude. Come on. Come on. Tyler P. 
I will ban you. Tyler P says Booker should be behind. Bro, him. I'll put your ass in timeout. I will do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. The thing I want to understand is do you guys say do you guys understand that drinking and drug use at six forty two in the morning All is gas, not no break. encouraged. Well it's not encouraged. It is not. Uh Yusuf says SGA. Yeah, where's Who, where's SGA on the list? He gets a lot of love well, he on should. this list. He should. Damn good player. SGA is 59th on this list. He's 11th? He's 11th. What? SGA. <laughs> Dude. Okay, I got, a, I got a real problem now. SGA is ahead of Jimmy Butler. He's ahead of Don. Kawhi. James Harden he's ahead of. SGA is ahead. I think Kyrie Irving is getting a little disrespect on this list, too. Dude. I mean... That's what I mean. Like, how do they yeah. make these rankings? I don't know. DeMar, DeMar DeRozan's 26. DeMar DeRozan is a better version of SGA. I don't know, man. I don't. Anthony Edwards is 29th on this list. Good God. Damn. I need to, and we need to put this yeah. away, man. We yeah. can't be, yeah. we can't, you yeah. know. Yeah. Probably, probably too much at this point. All right, let's get kind of let's board. get some of your ridiculous comments in here. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, "Well, good morning, Erwin. Good morning." Uh, Anton says, "Booker misses a lot of games as well." Yes, he has. He does. He does. Yes, he has. He does. James Knight says, "You clearly watch zero OKC games, Jake, and we know that you watch all of them." And I look, I Dude, I'm really a huge supporter of Shea Gilders Alexander, but. A, tell me you want to win a game first. Tell me because you're never winning a championship in Oklahoma City. Yeah. That's not going to happen. If SGA wants to be a legend, he needs to get out of OKC. Period. Period. And that's number one. Number two, he doesn't play in games of consequence. So I'm not going to put him ahead of Devin Booker, Damian Lillard, who who have played in huge games of consequence. Yeah. And performed in huge games of consequence. Yeah. And you have to understand that in OKC, every single night, you have absolutely nothing to lose. Even when you lose, you don't lose. I mean, if a tree falls in the forest and lands on some bear crap, does anybody know about it? Nope. You know, like... I watch OKC basketball, dude. I know that... I know that James Knight's going to come in here and say, Josh Giddey's the best thing that's ever happened in the NBA. If they had Joe Ingles, they'd win the championship. I know that you're going to come in here, bro. Patty Mills. Listen to me. Patty Mills is a difference maker. You want to know what you can die on with SGA? He Right now, today, at this point in his career, he's matching what Kobe did at this no, point in his career. You want to know dude. what you can die on with SGA? He's irrelevant. Wow. He's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Because they're going to be, in my opinion... One of those teams that just doesn't matter. But we're talking about 2K rankings here, right? That's like, true. They're, the, but they're, the, they're, they're under 500. And this is what I've said to jazz fans, and it pisses jazz fans off. Talk to me when you're 500 or better. But like this is, but like this. You're not. Here's the deal, though. With the 2K rankings, like, look at the Lakers. Like, Braun's the best player in the game, and the, his team is not good right now. Now, again, they've been hurt. I get it, excuse after excuse. Rob Polinka goes out and makes this trade. Great, whatever. But but 2K is not about the team. It's purely about the guy's ability. And yeah. these rankings clearly 
are partially about the respect a player deserves or doesn't deserve. And you're going to get ranked higher if you deserve respect. But my question is, even if it's about respect, how is Kevin Durant the sixth best player in the game? How? <sighs> yeah, I, th th yeah, these conversations be crazy. James Knight says, OKC will win a chip before the Jazz. Please. Again, you should put the pipe down. Because the Jazz are in exactly the, the position you want to be in to rebuild and retool and win a championship. Um, Rudy or Ryan P says, where on the offensive juggernaut? Where is the offensive juggernaut Rudy Gobert? <laughs> I think he's, he's probably in, in Oklahoma City. <laughs> you know. Sean Carden says, Danny waiting for teams to get desperate and overpay. Probably. Probably. Uh, James, lay off the Coke products, Andy H says. <laughs> Holla Billy, holy dude, crap. Where have you been, dude? I'm uh, wait, my my computer must be broken. I thought that said Holla Billy. Well. Does that look at me? Wait. I need to clean my eyes out here real quick. Who the f is that guy? That says Holla Billy. Who the f are you? Wow. 2K rankings don't matter. The real question is what badges do players have? Okay. Blake Phillips. <laughs> Doesn't OKC have like a hundred draft picks? They do. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, man. Oh my Hullabilly god. Billy says, sup guys. LOL. Yeah, thanks for coming. <laughs> What's wrong? You don't want to talk you don't want to talk golden go for football? Whatever. <laughs> I miss Hullabilly. <laughs> I miss my guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I miss I miss having you around, man. Mm -hmm. uh, Billy's a long timer on this show who yes, just decided that he hated us and you know doesn't want to be around the show anymore. And... Billy, when are you going to join the membership, bro? Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> when when are, when are you when are you going to you know? The problem is, the problem is Billy doesn't even know about the membership because he's been gone so long. What are you must? What are you, crazy? You can absolutely become a member of the program. All you have to do is click this link or click the join button. $9.99 a month gets you exclusive access to all things from events. Uh, gets you five to one entries in all of our contests. We're, we actually have some merch designs. yesterday. We have merch designs. We're working on that. You get a discount on our merch that we're going to drop. You get all these advantages. But the number one is you get into our members-only Instagram chat group, uh, which I think has been worth triple the price of admission. Maybe we should raise our... Anyway, the point is right, uh, go right. ahead and click that link. Become a member of the program. Um, we look forward to seeing all of you guys. Don't forget about our March 10th event here in Salt Lake City. Um, where we will have Brant Keithy and Max Tooley, BYU and Utah football represented at the Big 5-0 birthday bash. Cannot wait for that. As members, you get into that. That is uh, Utah Grizzlies hockey versus Kansas City. Uh, so looking forward to that. Click the button, hit the link. Uh, $9.99 a month, cancel any time. What's up, Riley O'Brien, member of the program? Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, 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 guys. Program. Football 50 is two minutes away. Swayin' Muzak about to start. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Uh, Anton says D-Book or Harden? You can got to go with Book, bro. I think you probably got to go with Book. Uh, James Knight says plenty of draft capital in OKC. Correct. The problem is they don't do anything with it. Okay. Can I just pose a quick question, James? No. James, quick question, bro. How is it that an Australian like yourself 
has become an OKC fan. Is it simply giddy? Is that is that That's what it. it is? That's it. Why is he a Brooklyn fan? Why why Daddy not Mills. why not be a Milwaukee fan? At least then you'll win something. He is a Milwaukee fan. Yeah. Because of Joe Ingles. Yeah. And I don't I'm not hating on you for it. You're just not correct. You know, Sam Presti is no Danny Ainge, but he'll do. The problem is he hasn't done. He nope. hasn't done. Nope. He has not done. Nope. Um, let's see. OKC is going to get Wimbenyama, your mama, and stuff. <laughs> and they'll have two of the skinniest guys in the history of the NBA on one team. Well. And no weight room. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's my point. Oh, look at Holabilly joined. Let's go. Look at Holabilly. Let's, let's go. That a boy, Holabilly. I do seriously miss you, Holabilly. <laughs> it's really good to see you, man. It's really good to see Appreciate you. Appreciate you. You know. DM me on Instagram. I'll well, add you to the Instagram chat. Welcome, Holabilly. Yes, make sure, Holabilly, now you send a uh, you send a DM to Jake on Instagram, SLC Jake on Instagram. He'll add you to the members only uh, chat. Everybody, yes. welcome, Holabilly, into yes. the membership. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, James Knight said, I told you I follow players. Yes, you did. Yeah, you do. Yes, I know. you did. Absolutely, you did. And we told you it's time for Football 50. 10 of the hour, every hour, on the Monty Show. Hey, Monty. Here on the Monty Show. Football 50 presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Best in the business. We tell you this all the time. It's Friday night. That means Papa Murphy's yeah. Pizza, right? You get that traditional crust, barbecue sauce. Put your stuff on top of it, including the herbs. Get the herb mix. It's absolutely bomb. Get the, the, the marinara meatballs with mozzarella. Take and bake chocolate chip cookies. Hook it up. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Okay, who's ready? I'm warning you Speaking now. Speaking of 2K rankings. I am warning you now. It's going to move. Uh, here is Dak Prescott's ex-girlfriend. Right. Her name is Natalie Buffet. Right. Oh, and she is a buffet. Damn. Good morning. Good to see you, ma'am. Uh, real pleasure to have you on the program. Uh, but yeah, you're going to have to go because this is Dak Prescott's new girlfriend. Jaden. She's like 15 years old. Actually, she's not. She's like 21 years old. She's a swimmer at LSU. We get it. We and get Dak, it. And Dak is clearly in her deep end because holy. She wait, went, I, I thought you just said. Wait, 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 wait. I thought you just said Dak was in her deep end. Yeah, they swim together. Wow. What? Wow. I don't know what else you would be. Get wow. your mind out of the gutter. Um, Dak Prescott's doing all right. <laughs> Dak wow. Prescott doing okay. I, I, I Okay, so which one are you taking? Oh. Are, are, are you Team Natalie or this are you Team Jaden? Uh, oh, I'm Team Jaden. This picture is going to be up here the rest of the show, man. <laughs> are you kidding me? Dude. The problem is, see, now... Talking to you about like girls and girlfriends and stuff is a waste of time. Uh -huh. I mean, like you're just a black hole of death. My point is, I'm more of a conversationalist. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm about about maturity. That I'm about. That I'm one. about maturity. Yeah. I'm on. Just I'm team the, Natalie. Just the look at this picture versus this picture. Like the lost in space gaze on Jaden's face. Bro, versus, did you just call her stupid? No. <laughs> no. But I only look. You know. You broke up with her. That that's just 
that's you doing a selfie for TikTok. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's what that is. Oh, yeah. I'm an influencer. I'll influence yes. you to make it move. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> you know. But come on, that's not fair. Yeah, booty, bro. Yep. Wouldn't you not be focused yeah. on football? Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta throw one down the seam. You know what I mean? You gotta hit the tight end. Andy H says, "Damn, I'm taking the X spin move." That's what I'm saying. Good lord. Good Lord. Uh, Boyd Lake says, lost in space gaze. That's so good, I'm stealing it. You're welcome. You're you're welcome. Uh, MY Monty fan, good morning, my friend. I'm sure they both have great personalities. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, Boyd Lake says, first one was better. Ryan P says, first girl. I'm telling Brett you, Brett Burnett Natalie. says, first. I, okay, put the picture back up in the gray bikini, Natalie. That picture right there is gas, bro. She is fine. I'm telling you. This one just smacks of nice girl. Yeah. Like, if you just don't look at the waist down or the, well, the neck, just stay above the shoulders. Look at the, she has got a beautiful face. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying, but this is, there's this, something with this the eyes. This feels like there's something with the eyes here. like Hollywoody, sort of foo fooey. No, but the problem is, this is off her OnlyFans, right? This is her OnlyFans cover photo. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, I, you know. I'm not saying Dude, you guys are I, wrong. I, yeah. You know. Oh, Hullabilly's on the second girl. Alex Chacon's like, where's the super soaker during this conversation? Yeah, hey, Tanner. Oh, yeah, Tanner, where are you at, man? Wait, Hullabilly says second? Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, yeah, Tanner, give us the soak level on these two. <laughs> well, the truth of the matter is, ah! the, the truth of the matter is, you know, Jaden clearly wins that discussion because she's a swimmer. I mean, come on. I have some swimmers. I do. Um, you know, I know, you know. God, I'm Team Natalie, bro. I, I'm on I'm on Team Natalie. This is Natalie. This is Jade. Damn. I know. Now I want a peach. Um Bro, Dak, Dak better work on that deep ball, bro. See, talking with Raphael, dropping peach. I'm mode. not you're not wrong. Tanner says no comment. Uh <laughs> Kanai says, I would fail at soaking in the pool. I would have to splash around. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. James Knight says, Tanner only like the inflatable kind. Easy. Easy, Kurt bro. Kurt Myers says, flats or drums. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Flats or oh, drums here. Oh, dude. But I want all the ranch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my God. My vote is number one. Wow. Well, I, the gray bikini picture is just game changer bro she is just beautiful yeah like there's not i mean all joking aside gorgeous and she's mature she's not a college co-ed yeah and they dated for a couple years bro yeah they but. had a long-standing relationship uh which is not what you would say about aaron Rodgers, who never has a long-standing relationship with any of his girlfriends mila uh is is yeah mila's kunis yeah. oh man um olivia munn Yes. Oh, my God. Talk about peaches. Um, is Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets? They hired Nathaniel Hackett yesterday to be their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah, it pisses me off, too. Yeah. Is Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets? I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of conjecture and discussion 
right around this. Mm-hmm. And again, I think he got to go back to what he said about a pay cut. I don't think there'd be a scenario where I'd come back and that would be the number. I think it, it would definitely, definitely things would have to shift. Pat McAfee's show right there. By the way, do you think Aaron Rodgers is now jealous of Dak Prescott? Probably on some level, but you know. Shailene Woodley ain't half dead. Yeah. You know. They broke um, up too. They did break up. <laughs> he bro- did you see Shailene Woodley, who was Aaron Rodgers' last girlfriend? He's got a new girlfriend now. She said the same thing that Olivia Munn said. Breaking up with Aaron Rodgers was one of the most dark periods of her life. What does this cat do that just absolutely... I don't know. Like, Shailene talked about how she had no idea how famous Aaron Rodgers was or that they would be a famous couple and that she was so in love with him and it went so bad so fast and it was one of the darkest periods of her life. That's crazy. I don't know, man. That's crazy. You know. Uh, San Diego State says, give me a smart volleyball player any day. Oh, dude, Amen. Volleyball players are next level. Amen. Next level, dude. Brazilian volleyball players. Uh, Geoff says, they must be watching him from the stands because that's where he'll be throwing the ball sometimes. Easy. Easy. You know. Uh, Holabilly. Holabilly. 50 shades of AA rock. <laughs> Let's go. Um, let's see. Aaron Rodgers tried the deep end. Yeah, and he almost drowned. Yeah. Is Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets? Nah, I don't think so, dude. I I just I don't understand why you would. I, it's not like Nathaniel Hackett is all of a sudden some game-changing coordinator. I get it. He's good in that but role. Dude, but he does like marinara meatballs from Papa Murphy's Pizza. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara? And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered in tangy marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at papamurphys.com. I'm telling you right now, you get those meatball marinara and pizza and take and bake chocolate chip cookie, I'm telling you. It is a great meal. It's Friday night. Every time you hear Friday night, hey, what are we doing Friday night? Getting Papa Murphy's. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. A couple more on um, the girls. Um, Brent Burnett says, smack the ass on Alexa like button. Yeah, give us a like, man. Let's get, yeah, that's what it. you mean, right? Hit the like button like the Hulk. Exactly right. I lift. I lift, yo. Yeah. Uh, hit the like button. Absolutely makes a difference on the program presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Make sure that uh, when you get in a wreck, I'm telling you again, we're going to have a really snowy weekend. Um, they're talking about the Cottonwoods might be closing because of the snow. Uh, when you get that level of snow, make sure that you absolutely be careful on the roads. Uh, but if you get in an accident, if somebody's driving recklessly or distracted, they hit you in your car, absolutely. Theadvocates.com. There's a chat button. You can chat with an attorney live online 24-7 at theadvocates.com. Hello to everybody in Arizona. Uh, the Advocates just uh, opened up shop in Arizona. 
I'm telling you, man, anywhere you're listening to this show, I know and I love our guys in Vegas. Thank you so much, Las Vegas, for listening to the show. Arizona, love all our guys in Arizona. Obviously, our home is Salt Lake City. We love you guys in Idaho. You're all welcome to go to theadvocates.com. Hook it up. Tell me her about it on the Monty Show. Uh, Eric says, are the Jets legit Super Bowl contenders with Aaron Rodgers? I think Super Bowl is a little strong. I mean, you have a lot more work to do than a quarterback to go to the to go to the Super Bowl there, but that defense isn't terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you need you can always improve your offensive line. We'll see. I mean, you're young in a lot of important positions, mainly wide receiver. Like, I just think you would have to really if you bring in Aaron Rodgers, you're gonna have to upgrade your skill position. Yeah. Because he's not the guy anymore that makes your skill position players better. So I, I don't know that I would say that. Uh, Boyd Lake says, by the way, I caught that marketing call. Next level stuff. I've watched that like five times. I appreciate that <laughs> so much. <laughs> love you guys doing Telling that. Telling you, dude. People One of your best performances ever. People loved it. And I, I do. I do appreciate that. Yeah. And I know a lot of you guys listen to us while you're working. Thanks for taking us to work with you. Yeah. We appreciate that. You can always, you know, you can watch a show live, watch it on replay. It doesn't matter. James Knight says, merch drop update. Within the next couple of weeks, we we should not, probably won't have merch. We have the designs just about done. It's a we process. Do. We're trying. Although we are, we are diametrically opposed on the designs. Who is? M well, the three of us, Mrs. Monty, you and me are, are totally different on the de designs. Oh, okay. Like you like one, I like one, she likes another. Okay. So uh -huh. we may, you know, not that your vote means anything. Right. It just yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, where's Tommy going to be playing? I think he's going to retire. <laughs> I think there's a, I think it's 70, 30 he retires. I think if he plays, there's only one place. And I think that's probably the Las Vegas Raiders. But I think he retires. I like, they, I read an article and saw some pictures about his weight loss before last season. Uh -huh. Dude, that was terrifying. Like he, it kind of, the, the weight he lost last summer kind of explains why he looked a little like braille, that little lost that zip. You know, when you see a quarterback and they lose that, mm -hmm. dude, he lost a lot of weight. Like he just looked gaunt at times, in my opinion. Uh, James Knight says, why don't you use the all-star criteria? <laughs> So, 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 what you're saying is you would like us to submit designs to the program to the to the members and let you guys vote on which one you would want, and then okay. and then we'll we'll simply choose the one that never had a chance, and that'll be the one we do. Okay, you know, on okay. the program, I'm happy to do that. You know, I'm happy to do that. By the way, these are not my fault. If you hate them, blame Amber Spencer. Uh, it's her fault. Program, you know. Amber, uh, by the way, if you need... Um, no, she's really good at what she does, If you bro. need graphic design. I don't know what she's better at. I don't know if Amber Spencer is better at freaking baking stuff or designing stuff. Because her graphic design work is, mm -hmm. frankly, is spectacular. Mm -hmm. So I am a, uh, I'm a huge fan. Um, so I would just tell you, and I'm actually editing some of the design ideas right now. And I'm going to put the one in that is my my choice. Okay. And why is this one your choice? Like what do you what is your what do you like about it? I like the I like the I just like the graphic. There's one thing I'm going to change on it. 
but I like the graphic on it. Okay, so I like that one. Mm -hmm. Let me, I have to go back over here. And if I'm not mistaken, you like this one right here? Yeah, I like that one. That one's not bad. But what's your number one? Uh, now, I like the one if you scroll over. The, the one with the big... Yeah, I like that one. Okay. Yeah. That's the bottom, yeah. by the way. That's... What do you mean the bottom? That's the back of it, by the way. Yeah, the back of this it. This is yeah. terrible for our show right now. Yeah, I know. I I'm know, just I telling know. you. Yeah. I'm just telling yeah. you. I, so this is my choice. I'm going to put this up here. Yeah. And let's see if you guys like it at all. Um, because I, I actually am a big fan of this one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the... Come on. You can do it. Hello. 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 This is the sweatshirt front that I'm looking at. And the only thing I would change is I wouldn't make Monty like a blurry kind of graphic like that. I would just have it be block and have it say the Monty show uh-huh. on it. Um, I think that's probably what I would do. And there's just, I'm, I'm going to, it's just a little Yeah, tweaking. there's stuff happening. Yeah, but this is the one that I like the most. I don't know. what. Do you, let's see your comments on that one. Do you guys like that? Um, it's going to be, I want it to be black and white like that. And I might. I've toyed with the idea of trying to copy the the jazz a little bit and do black with a yellow graphic just to be a troller. <laughs> just, just to troll it. Just to be a troller. Troll job. You know. Uh, wow. Jake Gordon's like, yeah, they're not talking about merch. They're talking about Dax girls again. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. That's hysterical. Um, Hullabilly says Minnesota Wild and Patriots logo should be on there also, but otherwise it looks amazing. Geoff says, I love it. Let me add it. Yeah, I mean, do you guys like that? Or are you guys, is this member approved? Yeah. Because our members on this show, if you're not and a member. In the chat, and in the chat, if you're a member, name is green. You've got the little emoji yeah. next to your our name. Our members carry significantly more sway uh, on stuff like this. So, yeah. Do you guys like this one? I, I, am, a, I am a big fan of this one. Uh, McKinley Cutler says yellow and black all the way. I think I'm going to do black and I'm going to have this be yellow. I've thought about red. I didn't like the way red looked. Um, Jeremy Bolton says it needs more royal blue and the Monty needs a headband around it. Mm-hmm. I thought about doing a, a Monty show headband just for you. Just for you. You know. James Knight says the uh, lettering needs to be a different font. Okay, so we don't like the font. Okay. Uh, San Diego State says show me another. Well, there's one other one that I like. And again, I will be, I will be ridiculous and, and just, you know, edit this photo online. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. So saved a photo. Yeah. Bear with us here. Uh, this is an photos. unexpected show topic yeah. that we weren't prepared for. Yeah. You that know. we're just sort of, uh, scheming through and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I actually really like, um, I actually really like this one. Well, our thought with the merch is that we wanted it to be really clean and simple. We didn't want it to be like really busy or hard to read or like, you know, complicated or anything like that. We just wanted it to be like very straightforward, easy to read. And and most importantly, though, we're really working on trying to find quality material to make the hoodie with. Like, we don't want to just give you guys like some, you know, basic, like, you know, not comfortable or good hoodie. You know what I mean? Or shirts or whatever, you know, whatever we wind up doing. Obviously we're doing hoodies, but you get you get my drift on that. So that's why I say like it it the 
challenge has been finding fulfillment if we're being honest very like, difficult like we have very designs, very difficult we have designs for days but finding fulfillment meaning somebody who can make it and have it be a quality material without it being some like 80 dollar hoodie you know is really hard to find yeah because we don't do you guys probably know this by the way here's the second design um, I really like that one. And on the sleeve, on the sleeve over here, it will say uh, casual over here on the sleeve. We've toyed with that as well. Uh, so I am partial to this one. I like this one a lot. I like this one. We don't have a representation, but there's also a circle graphic one that says, um, it's like a one of those circles that says the Monty show like around and then it says casual through the middle of it. Um, but I like, I, I think it, I I'm leaning towards this one. I really like that one. So your team lean now. Anyway, when <laughs> I stand in squat, I will probably be wearing this one. God, you're such a jerk. Um, but your thoughts, I mean, it, do you guys like one or the other? Um, Eric says the second design looks great. By the way, Eric also gave us a $5 tip. It says, hey, guys, met you the other day when I was at the Maverick Center. Hope all is well. Great show today. Hey guys. I dig the merch. Oh, thanks, Appreciate Eric. you. Appreciate you. It. It yeah, Eric came you, by. Eric was here. His his dad's a contractor here at the Maverick Center. He came by, said hello. Uh, really appreciated meeting you. And he had on a killer champion sweatshirt. Buddy. Yeah. I remember your sweatshirt. But, yeah, so I'm leaning towards this one. Um, let's call this one A, the one that's on the screen now, uh, or B, and let's call this one A. I am leaning towards A. This is A. This is B. A, B, C. Oh, wait. Sorry. My bad. A. Hey, guys. Or B. <laughs> a I, or B. I, I, I would go with A, probably. A. Yeah. What is Mrs. Monty's thought on these? Has she given you feedback or on these? Or C. Those? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so distracted by that picture. Jayden. Um I, Mrs. Monty likes this one, but with block lettering, Monty and block lettering. Okay. That's, that would be her preference. But I think I'm going to change this lettering to yellow and have it on a black sweatshirt. That's my, that's my whole thing. What do you guys think? Yeah. I think that's what I would do. Uh, are we going to get an alpaca wool hoodie? Uh, McKinley, unfortunately, no, we're not. Yeah, uh, I don't mm, think so. No. Uh, that's a good one, number two, Boyd says. Uh, oh, dang, I like the second one. You do like the second one. You guys like that one. It's clean. It is clean. It is clean. So do we put casuals on the sleeve? Yeah. As I a mean, nod to our fans. Yeah. Uh, I think we probably do. What do the little letters say underneath the Biggest show? sports talk show in Utah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. yeah. So there is that. Yeah. Um, wow, a lot of votes for the second one. A lot of votes for the second one. Brad Turner says option one. What is this? Property Brothers? Here we go. See, now everyone's getting Now everybody's, oh, everybody's okay. on A. Brady Cook says A. McKinley Cutler says A with a block. Yeah, look at Eric asking for a poll. See? No. Their team poll, bro. Eric no says, polls. Eric says option C. Wait, let me show you Let's option settle C. settle this right now. Option C. Dude. That. Bro. Option I... C. Dak, what? I... Go, ahead, go ahead and put yellow on option C, and yeah. we'll, we'll see how quickly that sells out. You know. My God. It's trouble, bro. You know. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy says, pull, pull, pull. <laughs> uh, Tanner likes polls. I'm, I've heard that about wow. him. Arlington Bears says option A. Okay. Uh, James Knight says EST, the year you guys started. Oh, man. What would that be, 2015? 
Yeah, something Man. like that. Uh, Arlington Bear says, wait, change to C. <laughs> Jeremy Bolton says, I'd wear option C to the game. <laughs> Fat Jesus says, I prefer the gray bikini. Anthony uh, Kobe says, option C. So is the gray bikini option uh, D? I, yes. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Kobe says, option C with a pole. <laughs> See what he did, like, you know. See, it's option C, and it's a pole, but not a pole, you Cock know. Cock Wrangler says, I like poles. Well, okay, We've heard that okay. about you. The, the name, dude, bro, the name. C, drums for the win, <laughs> Kurt Meyer says. <laughs> Jake Gordon says, I didn't even know option C was an option. It's not for any of us. Not one of us is that an option. Uh, Troy Cushing says, needs uh, the pick of you and Jake on the back. Well, it's funny you say that. No, we have another design. It is funny that you My say that. My guy has got designs for days. Yeah, well, because Amber Spencer's a stud, um, and she is, she is getting it going. She's a stud, dude. Mm -hmm. And I will edit this back up. But there I is agree one. The caricature on the back would be nice. Well, we also have one of a caricature on front. Um, we have that as well, but I didn't like that. Uh, <laughs> Hey, spam callers, now would be a great time to call me while my guy over here does his thing. No, it wouldn't. All right, so <laughs> let me edit this up real quick. Send this over to the computer, the spaceship. Uh, you know, uh, let's see. San Diego State says, A, with uh, casuals or a Mrs. Monty silhouette in, in her chair on the sleeve. There wow. Go. That's deep thinking. Uh, here's the back photo. Um, sorry, it's not going to be peaches, uh, but here is the back graphic we've toyed with right there. The problem is this doubles the cost. Yeah. This doubles the cost. They have to do a back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking that I'm in on this one with casuals on the sleeve. Does the sleeve not double the cost? It does not. Oh, okay. It does not double the cost because its impact is far less so, you know. So we're thinking A is going to be the first drop. And again, remember, if you're a member, you're getting access to this first. Yeah, you guys get access. Members get access to this first and you get a discount. Yeah. Um, but the casuals on the sleeve thing actually is really cool. Um, and I thought Amber was brilliant for coming up with it. Yeah. And it's 100% her idea to come up with it. So I thought she did. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought you don't see a lot of hoodies with stuff on the sleeves. It's usually just on the front or just on the back. Yeah. You yeah. know, like that's kind of the the yeah. thing. So that's that's kind of where we're at and this is what I'm thinking here um is that we'll do this sweatshirt that's on the screen now with casuals on the sleeve. I that, like that. That's what I like that a lot. That's what I think we're going to wind up doing. Um and if I could get my graphics right, uh, that's what it'll look like. It'll be casuals on the sleeve. And then I think we're going to go with this, but the Monty will be in a block. This will be yellow. What do you guys think of color? Yellow or white? Yellow or white? And then we're done designing this thing. Uh, give me that A on C. See what he did there? Like, give me the... The A give on me the, C. Give me right. the A Schemers on... trying to control their little world. On C. See what he did there? Yeah. So again, I'm leaning this way. Yep. With this on the sleeve. Yeah, I like that. That's what we're thinking. Um, where do you guys go? Geoff says not into the uh, caricature personally. I do option A on the front with block writing and the casuals on the sleeve. That's a good deal. Yeah. I think we see, will. I agree with that. I agree yep, with that. Totally. I agree with that. Um, 
Brett uh, Turner says, oh, yes, sleeve print, please. Agree. Uh, Fat Jesus, no caricature. This isn't 1988. See, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, Tim L says white. Giggity says white. Uh, Jeremy says, I'm with McKinley Cutler, Luca's mom on the back. Not bad. Mike Mapes. What's up, Mapes? Mike Maple says white. White. Uh, white. White. White meat. Tanner says, Mont, I bet you want a pick of Lisa Wilson. I thought about it. McKinley says, white. Um, James Knight says, free shipping, LOL. For you, yes. As soon as we get that 4X gold, man, you're good to go. Yeah. Uh, brother says, white text looks fine, but the yellow, not exactly. Okay, we'll go white. Yeah, we'll go with white. Troy says, no yellow. Andy H says, man, all that merch is too hot for Florida. I got to wait for the tees. I'll get, to, I'll get you a tee. Yeah, we'll get you a tee, bro. We'll take care of you yeah. on that. So, okay, then it's, right. it's settled. We're going to go here on the front, and the Monty will be in block. And then on the sleeve, we'll have the casuals. There you go. Merch drop TBD. There you go. That's what we'll go with. Um, and we'll, we'll hook it up for the, uh, uh, let's see. Eric says, random question, how do I become a member, oh, boys? Oh, dude, bro, Eric, let's go, bro. Come on. Right there. Just put the link Check in the... Check that link. Check it. And by the way, if you want to be a member, $9.99 a month, you just click that link. It gets you exclusive video content. It gets you first access to our, our contests. We will probably only print, unless there is a massive demand, we will probably only print 25 uh, of those hoodies. And if you're a member, you'll get a discount. And we'll give you a week run-up to buy them. If you're a member, you get a seven-day run-up to buy them. So mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about sizes. Or, But that's probably where we're going. Um, if if there's a big demand, we'll do another print run of those. And But we are definitely going to do T-shirts, and we are definitely going to do... The, um, the reason, just in, and we're going to get sports here, but the reason we can't just do like infinite merch is because there's not a good way to do like a merch store necessarily like it's kind of a racket so that's why we do drops where we'll print 25 yep we'll sell them and then we'll take that money that you guys use to buy them and we'll put that back into the next round so that's what i'm saying like the membership thing there's going to be the merch will evolve the merch will change as the seasons change so that's what i'm saying like if you're in the membership group like you're gonna get you're gonna get access and the other thing too is like the the merch drops if you guys torch the merch drops like if you sell us out in a day that will allow us to do bigger merch drops i'm like, currently getting blown up on text by mrs monty oh god uh-oh <laughs> mrs monty very much has shipping phobia oh boy so well yeah know. i mean it that's a pain in the ass i don't yeah. blame her i have shipping phobia well what we're gonna do is we're probably gonna use amazon fulfillment and we'll probably just have, we'll probably put a link in the uh, members group and then you guys will be able to go and order the merch that you want. Um, that's probably the way we'll do it, but we'll see. For the local, I, I, there's something to meeting you guys in person. Yeah. There's something to that is what I would say, but that's just me. Right. That's just me. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, yep, I bet everyone in the members only wants to sell them out. Start with 100. <laughs> exactly. I think Mrs. Mrs. That's Mrs. Monty's category. She's currently telling me how ugly and dumb I am. Okay. Um, okay. She's not. She said, <laughs> she said uh, we'll do it through Amazon or another online shop. Because the, the fulfillment's the hard part. Yeah. That's the most difficult part. 
That that's the most difficult part. Uh, Brad Turner says also can uh, also can also have a pickup option. Yeah, I I think I think there's something to that. I think there is something to that. So we'll we'll see. We'll we'll work through all of that. Yeah. I'm certain we are going to do online logistics without a doubt. Yeah. I'm certain we'll do that. Uh, Troy says love the pick on the back though. Appreciate that. Hey, look at that new member on the program. Let's go. Let's go, Eric. Let's go. Eric's a member on the on the program. Let's go. Let's go. Appreciate yeah, you, Eric. Thanks for joining you. the club. Uh, Eric's now got access to all of our member perks, our exclusive video. I'm telling you, though, the best part of this is the community that we're growing here from all walks of life, all age groups, all diverse. Oh, my God. All walks oh, of life. Dude. No. Dude, dude, there's another there's spam a, should call. Should we answer it? Okay. Hello? Hello. Yes, hi. This is Olivia, and I'm calling to provide you an update from the self-employed administration. How are you? Nah, that's a recording one. I Damn. get that one all the time. Yeah, that's uh, a recording. Miss, you know, you know, that's too bad. Mrs. Motsi's got great <laughs> ideas. She's she's homie. Look at look at Boyd at the bottom. Arlington Bear says Super Chicks pickup days could be. Boyd says uh, take the call. <laughs> There's nothing better than when a prank call happens. And yes, somebody asked Jake to cut that video. We'll cut it and put it in the member exclusive uh, section from yesterday. We'll do that. Well, you'll do that. Yeah, you know. that's, not, that's not a problem. We can yeah. do that. Uh, Holabilly says answer. Garrett says welcome, Eric. Can we get a, uh, a custom? Can we get a custom even if it costs more? You could. You probably could. Jake Gordon says, welcome, Eric. This is where the fun begins. It is. Yes, sir. It is. Absolutely. Brady Cook says, uh, and the ice showers are the best. Dude, it's getting easier. Cold plunging, it, dude. It's getting it's, easier. It's yes. getting easier. Yes. I'm telling you. Yep. I'm telling you. You know. Spam, uh, spam's come in threes. Two more on the way. Let's hope so. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Merch is done. We'll, uh, we'll have an update for you this weekend. By the way, uh, Utah Grizzlies here at the Maverick Center tonight. Use the promo code JYMonty at utahgrizzlies.com. JYMonty to get 20 or to get a discount off of your Grizzlies tickets. Tonight, we are going to be honoring um, Blue Star families at the Maverick or at the Maverick Center for the Utah Grizzlies. That's families who have active military members serving. Um, so it's going to be a great night. Tomorrow is Guns and Hoses, which is always a, one of the biggest weekends of the year. Make sure you get your tickets, uh, maverickcenter.com, utahgrizzlies.com. Use the promo code JYMonty to get a big discount on your uh, Utah Grizzlies tickets. And if you're coming to the game tonight, DM me. Happy to shake your hand. Happy to see you guys. Uh, always like hanging out with you. But right now, let's get back to work here at 725 on the Monty Show, presented by our good friends, as always, uh, at The Advocates. You can find them online. Um Easy to find them. It's just theadvocates.com. You've been in an accident and now you're injured. Though it wasn't your fault, you now have to deal with getting your car fixed, mounting medical bills, and insurance companies who don't play fair. But don't worry. The experienced team at The Advocates are here to get you the support you need. Indeed they are. Theadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney. Live online 24-7 at The Advocates. Make sure you tell them. You heard about it on the Monty Show. Let's talk about the National Football League playoffs. There's only one game, Tanner Plummer. Absolutely, it is the Bengals and the Chiefs. (laughs) 
at Burrowhead Stadium. Yeah. How about this? Have you guys heard this? The Cincinnati Bengals are renaming Arrowhead Burrowhead because Joe Burrow won there last year. Can he do it again this year? And I think the biggest question in this game is how healthy is Patty Ice? Is Patrick Mahomes healthy enough on this ankle? There's no way this ankle is, is miraculously healed. I got news for you. Having had ankle injuries all throughout my professional career, watching guys deal with them, this was a high ankle sprain. Those things don't go away in four or five days. Patrick Mahomes is going to be impacted by this. I think he is incredibly lucky he didn't break that ankle. I think it is incredible that he is doing the things he's doing. What you're watching on game film is very different than what you're seeing in practice film. I don't care what he looks like hopping off a dais. I don't care what he looks like on the practice field. You can't match the leverage and the power, Jake, that you have to exert on that ankle. I don't think there's any way he's healthy. No, I, I don't think there's any way he's healthy. I think that, you know, Pat is is doing everything he can to rehab it and, and heal from the injury, and I think he's doing a great job. I mean, clearly, you know, able to move a lot better than he was. You know, we've seen just a tidbit of their practice film there where they were warming up and stretching, and clearly he's got a little bit he's gotten a little bit better for sure. So, you know, I think he's going to be a, like a, a healthy enough to be effective, healthy enough to at least have a shot to go out there and win the game. And, and I, and I think the trouble is the deep ball, the, the, the right hash to the left sideline throw, the far throws that require power out of your legs to make. He's not going to have that. I don't think that's an assumption. That's my guess, my opinion, but that's going to be the real question because if he can't hit the seam route from his side of the 50-yard line, that's going to really affect what they do. And I thought Dan Orlovsky, you know, ESPN analyst, had a great breakdown of their formations and what they like to do. And they love to run that bunch set, right, where you've got three, three receivers together and then they include the running back in that sometimes. And a lot of that creates the up-the-field you know, bombs that they're able to get sometimes in games. And my concern is, is he's not going to be able to push off that back leg effectively enough to to hit that, to to hit that shot. So that's why I say I, I'm not sure what exactly the game plan would be. But if I'm the Bengals, I'm pressuring Mahomes. I want Mahomes out of the pocket, running to the best of his ability, which we know that he's not going to be able to do. And I want to pressure him. I want to make him uncomfortable. And if they do that, I think they're going to have a lot of success because he's not healthy. Normally, that wouldn't be a recipe for success, but things have changed now that he has the injury. So if I'm the Bengals, I'm doing exactly what I've done all season. Disguise the looks, bring pressure, and hit this guy. And if you're not going to hit him, make him run on that bad ankle. That is what I think the Bengals need to do defensively to, to have the best shot to win this game. Yeah, I don't think there is any way that Patrick Mahomes can can do well enough to carry the Kansas City Chiefs. The the bigger issue, though, matchup-wise, to me anyway, is the way this Bengals defense has gotten after quarterbacks. The schemes, the disguises, I think the, the, the pre-snap read from defense to offense has been elite. Their ability to use their guys to their highest best use to get after the quarterback it really, it really impacts a quarterback when you don't know where that blitz is coming from because pre-snap, I think that Bengals defense does a really good job disguising the, the, the blitz route. I think they do a really good job 
fooling the quarterback's eyes. And I think that's a big difference in this game. And then when you have a quarterback, the caliber of Patrick Mahomes, who can usually, you know, what do you want to say? Override those disguises. When this ankle's not 100% or not close to it, it makes it far more difficult, in my opinion, to overcome that ankle injury and overcome the skies, disguises. I think it's going to be very difficult for Kansas City to win this game. And I, I do think Joe Burrow's going to gonna beat Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that... You know, maybe this is Burrow's time. I mean, maybe maybe it's his time to ascend to the best quarterback in the league and and start the you know legendary career. I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? And this is his his opportunity. And I think you know, going obviously going to the Super Bowl uh, and losing uh, does things for for quarterbacks. And I think if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm looking at this situation and I'm saying, hey, like you know, I got to get back. I got to I got to get a ring. I gotta I gotta start you know building that legacy and start building, you know, uh, just that legendary career. Cause I agree with what people are saying that this guy is, is the next Tom Brady of the league. He plays like it. He leads like it, you know, he operates like it. And, and I just feel like he has the it factor to go into a place like Arrowhead and win another game. I, it just, it does not seem to phase them that they're on the road in Arrowhead. That doesn't seem to be a thing for this team. So to me, I'm looking at this and just saying, yeah, like I I am going to pick the Bengals. I am going to to ride with Joe Burrow on this one. And if they lose, I'm okay with that because I know ultimately Joe Burrow is going to protect the ball. It's uh, it's it's unlikely that he would turn the ball over in this game and and I just think that the guy is reliable as they come. So to me, I think you have to go with Cincy, but I, I understand if people are like, "Oh, it's at Arrowhead, you have to go Chiefs." Like I get that. Yeah, I don't, dude, I don't know, man. And and again, I, I'm all for the Joe Burrow story is really good. I mean, the Joe Burrow story is, I mean, it's awfully difficult to, to have a better story than Joe Burrow. Right. But man, I'm telling you, I just don't believe that Patrick Mahomes can do it. I don't. I, and I... I just like Joe Burrow. It's hard not to root for Joe Burrow. Yes. It and those wide receivers, that defense, like the the I think guys like Samaji Pirine, I think Joe Mixon, I think Jamar Chase, it, like all of these guys, they're 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 easy to root for. They're good at their jobs. And Cincinnati never wins anything. Mm-hmm. How and I understand that Patrick Mahomes is very likable for some. Like he just I'm not a Patrick Mahomes guy. I think we've talked about that on this show. When you say that like it's you feel like it's hard to root for him or what? I, the whole persona thing really bugs the hell out of me. What like do you mean it, by it, that? Like his This is so irrelevant. I want you guys to understand this. It's so irrelevant. His wife annoys the hell out of me on on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I don't follow her. Like he's just he feels like a strange guy. Like, he annoys me. Like, the whole... The guy on that team is Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. That's who I like. That's who I root for. But they're... They're just... It's Kansas City. What's what's to like about Kansas City? Oh, Chiefs Kingdom. We get it. Arrowhead's a great place to play, and I'm rooting for the Cincinnati Bears. Better send those refunds. I am rooting for Cincinnati. 
That's a great point. That's Joe Burrow mm-hmm. because those they had Chiefs and Bang or Chiefs and Bills in the AFC Championship game, and the NFL was selling tickets for that at a neutral site. Yeah, like screw you, man. Yeah. Nobody wants. It feels like nobody wanted Cincinnati. No, they didn't. So I'm they in didn't. on Cincinnati, dude. Like I, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm excited for it. Like the Cincinnati Bengals are what the Cleveland Browns should have been. Right? Like, let's be honest. The yeah, Cleveland dude. Browns should have been America's new team, and Baker Mayfield couldn't get the job done. Myself be damned. Right? Yeah. Like, he couldn't get the job done. And now, I look at Joe Burrow. I look at T. Higgins. I look at Jamar Chase. I look at, you know, Taylor Britton at secondary. I look at, like, you look across yeah. this team, and you're just like, damn, dude. Like, they got all these guys, and they're humble dudes, and they're just working hard and doing their thing. Yeah, How I not root for that. Listen, man, this is just again, this is just my opinion. How do you not root for that? And then there's Jalen Hurts <sighs> and the Philadelphia Eagles. And in my opinion, this is another dude that nobody wants to succeed. Mm-hmm. I don't think Eagles fans Eagles. want him to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it is incredible that the year that Jalen Hurts had, he is, in my opinion, I think a great candidate for an NFL MVP. I think what he's done in Philadelphia when nobody thought he could, Mm -hmm. that everybody rooted against him, that he's a quarterback, that he's black, I think absolutely plays part in this. I think Jalen Hurts is a great story. I'd love to see the Eagles with Jalen Hurts move on, but you're not beating that 49er defense. Mm -mm. And I understand the Eagles defense is no slouch. I understand that the, the wide receiver tandem in Philadelphia, unbelievable. Yeah. But I got news for you, man. That, <laughs> bro, that 49er defense is is, Real. is just, they're unbelievable. And, and I think it is arguably one of the best defenses we've ever seen in the modern era of the NFL. Mm-hmm. In the last, certainly in the last decade, I think I can make an argument. It's one of the best defenses from... From Fred Warner, who everybody talks about, to, you know, I think I think Al Shire, I think Jimmy Ward, I think Greenlaw, I like the, there's dudes on yeah, this dudes defense. for days. Not even Nick Bosa. Not even Fred Warner. They're depth players. Like Lenore, like Arik Armstead, like I mean, Tayshawn Gibson, I thought made several big plays, but then you throw in the fact that Jimmy Ward is a great blitzer and gets to the quarterback and absolutely impacted the football game last week. And Nick Bosa is almost impossible to block, and you got to double team him, which makes it easier for other guys. Like their secondary, their corners blitz so well off the edge. Like you don't even, man, I'm t- that defense. And then the whole Brock Purdy story. Yep. I mean, you didn't know who Brock Purdy was two, three, four months ago. Yeah. I mean, you barely knew who he was a month ago. Yeah. And playing at the level that he's playing at. And, you know, the, the I understand, like, their injuries. I, I, like, Elijah Mitchell is your best running back right now. Stop it. Stop it. Christian McCaffrey, hurt again. Mm-hmm. Elijah Mitchell is your guy, man. Like, he is, at this moment here today, he's probably your number one option at running back because yeah. McCaffrey's got this calf. And again, CMC said yesterday, there's no way I'm not playing. I'm fine. Yeah, you're not fine. Nobody's fine this time of year. I get yeah, it. It's a, it's a matter of will you hold up. It's a matter That's of like, right. what, like even even 
for Patty Mahomes or, or McCaffrey or like any of these guys that have a legitimate injury, how well can the body hold up? That's the question. Huge question. And I think if you're the 49ers, you got to put Buddy on a pitch clock and yes. you got to use him in the highest leverage situations. Do not run him around that field a bunch of like if I see if I see even 15 snaps out of McCaffrey in the first half, I'd be surprised. Wait. Use him in the second half. I'm telling you, the second half in this playoff season has been the half. We're not seeing a lot of, like, it's very rare that you see 24, 28, 30 points in the first half and the game's just over. You don't see that a lot. It is usually the second half. So here's my question. You played a good, solid defense Against the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to Philadelphia. Yeah. You're going into an atmosphere at the link that is absolutely pressurized. And we all know the saying, pressure burst pipes. Mm -hmm. You already coming off of a game against <laughs> Dallas where your top playmakers didn't make a lot, a lot of plays. So I think now the question becomes, do we get big plays out of CMC? Do we get big plays out of Brandon Ayuk? Do we get Debo breaking off runs? Well, can they turn... Hurts over too. Like from both sides of the ball, I think you, you're going to have to have those big runs, turnovers. Like you're going to have well, to cause chaos in this game. But listen, I think the defense, you don't worry about the Niner defense. If the Niner defense falls apart, well, damn, that was shocking. I'm questioning this 49ers offense, their ability to inflict themselves against this, this Philadelphia defense. Because I don't think we talk enough about the Philadelphia defense. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think we do. And I think when you, you look at Philly, and again, I want people to understand, Philadelphia is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. But look at the money lines in this game. It, the Niners are plus 122. This is going to be a really close game. This is, good. this is a game that I think is in the 20s. And you're looking at, a, by the way, a 14-3 and Philadelphia Eagles team. Yeah. And they absolutely dismantled the New York Giants. But the thing that you, you really don't begin to understand is the impact that Hassan Reddick has had on that defense. That's right, T. You don't begin to understand that guys like Fletcher Cox and Josh Sweat and this defense is good, dude. And I don't think people get that Hassan Reddick is on the quarterback two, three times a game. Yeah. If he's going to hit Brock Purdy two or three times, the 49ers are going to lose. They're, you're not going to beat this Eagles defense with Brock Purdy under heavy pressure, even though I thought he handled it quite well uh, against Dallas. This is a different level of defense. This yeah. is not at home. This is it in Philadelphia at the link. Um, this is, I think, a higher caliber defense. The Philadelphia defense is... Slightly better than Dallas, and their slightly better means that they get after you, dude. And they are, they are whether it's, you know, I don't know, Kayvon Wallace is a guy that comes to mind, Fletcher Cox, Reed Blankenship, like they get after you. They are physical around the football. Mm -hmm. And the thing that you worry about if you are the 49ers is the eight quarterback hits that Philadelphia had last week. Um, that, that again, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, nobody talks about Brandon Graham. Yeah. I'm telling you, Brandon Graham, br br hello, Brandon Graham is a disruptor when he is on. Yeah. And I, I just am as sure as I am sitting here, I am telling you 
that when you get guys like C.J. Gardner-Johnson and you put the ball in the air in a questionable position, those guys are going to be on the football. That's my that's my concern. That's why I'm picking the Eagles to win this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, if you're the 49ers, you're trying to get Brock Purdy in rhythm early. You know, you want to get, get him a couple of four or five-yard completions. Just get him in the flow, in his element early. Sure. I mean, that's like, I think that's the... For a guy like Purdy, like I think that's what you have to do. I mean, he's not like Brock Purdy is not Jalen Hurts. He doesn't you don't have like the 49ers don't have that inherent reliability of Joe Burrow. Like you don't have that. So to me, I think that doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna lose the game. But when we get down to it, right, this is Brock Purdy's chance to go up and step into true elitism, if you will. Or to say, okay, yeah, you had a nice run, but you're still a rookie. You know, this is the playoffs. You 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 weren't ready. You know, and that's what I'm curious about. Does is the moment too big for this guy? And it hasn't been so far, right? It wasn't too big against Dallas. It wasn't yeah. too big against some of these other teams. But this just feels different. I mean, you you're talking about going to Philly on what's supposed to be a high 40s day, partly yep. cloudy, deep, good weather. Like you're talking about going on the road, outdoor stadium, like it I don't know, man. It's just it we've never really seen anybody as a rookie do this. That's what's concerning. Yep, I agree. Totally agree. Let's get your thoughts in here. Our uh in-house Philadelphia Eagles fan, Tanner Plummer, who is insufferable, mm -hmm. miserable to talk to about the Eagles. It's not that we Eagles fans want Jalen to fail. But, but it's just that we think his playing style isn't sustainable for the long term. Boo. So an elite thrower of the football and an elite runner of the football. What does that mean, his playing style? Because when you look at his comparables and you start to understand, he only threw the football 460 times. That's in the bottom half of starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But you also understand that he threw 22 touchdowns. 22 touchdowns in the top half of the NFL. You understand that he only had six interceptions, which is in the top half of the NFL. Six, now, not 17. You look at a guy like Dak Prescott who threw 15 interceptions. Now, again, again, let's just say half of those hit a receiver in the hands because I think they did. So he threw seven or eight interceptions. Hell, let's call it 10 that are on him. He only threw the ball 394 times, and he had 15 picks. So Jalen threw it far more than that. Like, I, I look at a guy like a, uh, you know, I don't know, who threw it a lot? Kirk Cousins, 14 interceptions on, on 643 attempts. And he only had 29 touchdowns. Jalen threw, threw it 200 less times and had 22 touchdowns. Are you really telling me you don't believe that Jalen Hurts is a guy that that can protect the football and throw the football well? Yeah. When you have guys like Ryan Tannehill who threw the same amount of interceptions and 140 less passes? Are you telling me that a guy like Kyler Murray, a Lamar Jackson who threw seven interceptions on only 326 attempts? Come on now. What do you mean his style's not sustainable? Yeah. If you want to talk about getting hurt and running, okay, I'm fine with that. But that's who quarterbacks it feels like are becoming. Yeah. You have to run. 
I, I, I per- that's why, again, I'm such a, a fan of Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert's not a guy that you have to worry about running all over the place. He runs for effect. Right. That's why he runs. And you look at, you look at Justin Herbert, 699 attempts, 10 interceptions. 25 touchdowns without great receiving it's an talent. insane number. 699 attempts. With 10 interceptions. Number two in the NFL. The only guy with more uh, uh, throwing attempts was Tom. Tommy. Tommy. 733 on nine interceptions. <laughs> I mean, the, you guys, Jalen Hurts is a capable quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Fat Jesus says 49ers will have no problem with Hurts. Uh, look at what they did with Kyler Murray. Uh, I think you're underselling it, too. I think you're the, underselling Hurts, man. The issue is you have to actually cover against Jalen Hurts because he can throw the ball. Yeah. He can throw the yeah, football. Hurts is, is by far superior to Kyler. I think Kyler Murray's biggest issue is he can't keep his eyes downfield because he panics under pressure. Yeah. It's his biggest issue, in my opinion. Brother! Says I know the 49ers are uh, the I know the 49ers 12 and 0 un, uh, unbeatable team, but can the Eagles um, will win and take away their undefeated streak against Purdy? So I'll take the 49ers because of that machine of defense. Yeah, my problem with Philly's defense is that DC Jonathan Gannon is a complete idiot, insufferable to talk Eagles football. Guy, they're the best defense in the NFL, and he's a complete idiot. Like, do you hear the things that you say? No. Uh, Mapes says Dallas D was top five D as well. Philly struggles covering over the middle and QBs who don't get the, uh, the, the ball out fast. What do the Niners do well? Well, I think the Niners offensively, what they do well is they can spread the field. They have a, they have a number of issues. They don't need to attack the perimeter deep. When you have George Kittle, they attack the middle of the field quite well. They have misdirection and offset that allows guys like Debo Samuel to be running in the opposite direction of the defensive flow. Mm-hmm. And they do it at an elite level. So that could be absolutely. Can I says fat Jesus? I think hurts is better than, uh, better than the baby Kyler. I would agree with that. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, Mont Kavan Wallace sucks to say he's good is a casual take. I didn't say he was good. What I said was, collectively that defense is the best defense in the NFL. And when you get the pressure, they get up front. He doesn't have to be elite. You don't. And again, here's the problem. Stop saying, Hey, this guy in the NBA sucks. This guy in the NFL suck. You don't play at the end in the NFL. It sucks. <laughs> it, it, you're killing me. You're killing me, man. Eagles linebackers can't cover worth crap. Okay. Do you say anything positive about the Eagles? No, never. I'm, I'm just curious. Like uh, Kyler McIntosh. All I know is Joe Shiesty and the Bengals are the only thing saving us from watching Jackson Mahomes twerk in the Super Bowl. Looking forward to a Purdy Shiesty Super Bowl. Yeah. It'd be nice if we did not have to see the Mahomes family. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Giggity says, can we ban Tanner from talking Eagles? We, we probably should. <laughs> Like you, you just, at some point, you have to take your emotions out of your your favorite teams. If you've learned anything from me, when do I ever get really emotional about anybody but the Cubs? Well, and the Bears. I mean, come on. Right, and the Bears. I mean, they're building a, a you know, a stadium on piles of crap. Of like, horse manure. Come on. 
They, they got a plan from the city of Chicago to build a palace at Soldier Field. They said, nah, we're focused on <coughs> Arlington Park. <coughs> I'm not emotional about the Bears. I'm very matter of fact. I'm emotional about the Cubs. I, I've a little, a little bit about Notre Dame, but really I'm pretty matter of fact because that's not a good football team. Asking, but you know. You're the Chicago Bears. How are you leaving the lakefront? Thank you. Uh, Mapes says, I, I'd love San Francisco Cincy in uh, three in the Super Bowl. I mean, that'd be a hell of a matchup. Yeah. I, I'm all here for I The NFC, I just think the Eagles are slightly better. These two teams are so even. This is going to be 24 21. This That's could why be 27 this is great 24. Games. That's why this, this is the season. Yeah. This is what we live for as football fans, man. Yeah. You know, I, I just, you know. Kurt Myers says, uh, Tanner, go with my friend. You have been an Eagles uh, homeboy all year. Hurts is the real deal. He, he like is. that's the amazing thing. We're sitting here praising the Eagles, and it's still not good enough. You know what I mean? Like we're well, sitting here saying positive things. Jamar uh, Alex Chacon, you don't play in the NFL and suck. Tell that to Jamarcus Russell. Please. The purple drink. Did Jamarcus? Do you guys know Jamarcus Russell used to sit his fat ass at the fifty-yard line and wrist flick the ball into the end zone? I saw that with my own two eyes at practice in Alameda. He would sit at the 50-yard line and not have to like wind up. He would just swoop, and that ball, zing, and in the end zone. And he just wouldn't work hard, would not work hard. It's amazing. Uh, let's see, right before football at 50, you know the Eagles had this guy named McNabb that ran too much at first two, right? He sucked. Oh, wait, he played in the NFL, so he can't suck. I hate when people do that. Oh, he sucks. The guy sucks. <laughs> He's terrible. He sucks. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. That'd be like saying that football 50 sucks. What, when we all know it, it doesn't. The, mu the music makes it not suck. All right, right, can we talk about Dak Prescott's girlfriend? Yeah, let's go. Drop your score predictions for the Eagles and the Niners right now. I'm going here on Football 50 presented by Papa Murphy's Pizza. The Meatball Marinara. I, I don't even know what I'm saying, man. Yeah. The meatball marinara is amazing. It is what it is. Are we, by the way, are we all doing wings? Are we all doing wings? Well, you're not coming over. You're going to be well, with Well, you, you don't know. want me to come over. That's the thing. You don't Well, that's like not true. You just choose your girlfriend over us. I mean, right. it's fine. Right. Know. Right. You know. Uh, are we all doing wings and pizza and marinara meatball? And I'm telling you, man, you get that. Dude, order that Papa Murphy's on Saturday. Order the marinara meatball for the games on Sunday. You're good to go, bro. You are good to go. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. I would say everybody's asking if we're doing a Super Bowl party. Yeah, we are, but we'll be in Tahoe, bro. Yeah. We'll be somewhere. Where will we be on Super Bowl? I don't know. Ask Mrs. Monty. She's the calendar king. We'll be somewhere. I don't remember where we'll be. But we're going to Tahoe soon, too, which I can't wait for. Uh, drop your score predictions. Eagles and Niners. Right. I'm going Eagles 27-24 in a, in a fourth quarter game. This game's going to be incredibly close. Mm -hmm. I think you go... Man, I think you, yeah, I think you have to go 27-24 Eagles, Jake. Where are you at on this? Uh, I'm going the other way. I I think the 49ers defense is really reliable, and I think that 
They have a game plan for Hurts. Uh, I would say probably 27-17 Niners. I think the Niners, this is where def great defenses make plays. I would not be surprised if the Niners got a turnover in this game. And I'm not even saying that's Hurts throwing interception. I'm saying punching a ball out, you know, making a play, like something like that to kind of cause chaos and shift the game. Um, I would not be surprised by like a 27-17 type game. Yep. Tanner Plummer says uh, McNabb is the greatest QB in Eagles history. Next comment. Guy, you're killing me. That he's not. No, he's not. Uh, Tyler P says 14-13, Niners. Giggity says Eagles 28-17. Dak wins in the end. Yeah. Well, well Dak, let's get to it. Yeah. Dak, Dak's. What do you mean Dak wins in the end? Oh, you you mean the end? Dude, we get a touchdown, Dak Prescott, every day. Um, I think 27-24. That's just, I mean, that's the number that that I look at, and I feel like, hey, this is where it, where it, where it is, you know. Uh, you know, Brandon Butler says the Bears leaving because they want to own the stadium rather than pay the city to rent Soldier Field. It's sad, but it makes business sense. It doesn't make business sense. Someday we'll talk about this, but the Bears leaving the lakefront makes no business sense at all. Yeah. They have every opportunity to have a lease management agreement with the city of Chicago. Where The problem is the Chicago Bears played Soldier Field, which is a historic site. They're willing to tear it down to the four walls and build a absolute state-of-the-art dome facility that the Bears would own under a lease management agreement, and the Bears have said no. Nothing more I can do with that. Nothing more I can do with that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kurt Meyer says 19, uh, 9-17, Eagles win 17-9. Uh, Tanner says 30 to nothing, 49ers. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Nate Davis says Eagles are going to win 31 points to 24. Okay. Big Dog O-Town says 31-23, Niners for show. I like it. Geoff says Niners 24, Eagles 23. That's actually a really uh, a very realistic score. You know. Uh, Mike Chase says, at least the grass will be greener at the Bears' new stadium. Lots of fertilizer, yeah, bro. fertilize that thing. Lots of fertilizer. So when they play like... No, I'm not doing it. Uh, talking with Raphael Podcast on PBS. 32-21 49ers. Cincinnati 24-17. All right, drop your Cincinnati-Kansas City scores. I think 31-17, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to win. I think they are going to torch Kansas City. Yeah. I think Kansas City's going to have a tough time putting up points. I don't think Patrick Mahomes finishes this game. And I think Cincinnati's ready for Chad Henney. Yeah. 31-17 Cincinnati. Where are you at on this yeah, game? Yeah, I, I, I was going to say I think 30 points is very realistic for Cincinnati. And, yeah, as far as Kansas City is concerned, I mean, I got to think they get off the bus and have 20. But, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it really, like, if Cincinnati gets to Patrick Mahomes early, there's no telling what this game looks like. Fat Jesus says uh, Tanner 21, the 49ers 12. There you go. Congratulations, Tanner. Uh, Tyler P says 38-24 Chiefs. Nah. 38-24 Chiefs. No. No, you can't. You're not putting 38 points up at Burrowhead, bro. Wow. You're not doing. You know that. what, Tyler? If if that if that happens, you're into the the Big Five O birthday bash. If that happens, 38-24 happens, Tyler P. You're in, dude. I'm putting you in because that would be legendary. 
Uh, Kurt Meyer says Tigers by 10. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> Tyler P says, yup. Uh, brother says exactly. Kurt has a point besides the best. Uh, besides they beat against my Giants. Um, they're good at this. Also prediction, give, give me 49ers v. Bengals in the final. 31-17 Niners. Really? Bengals by 17. Big Dog O-Town, 24-16 Bengals. Burrowhead gets his first Super Bowl representing the ASC North. It's not North, it's North. Yeah. The Chicago Bears rule the North. Yeah, the Bears. Yeah, Bears. Uh, Kirk Garbett, who's a member, says 21-17 Niners. Boy, I love that there's a lot of people on the Niners. Yeah. You guys are so stupid. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Totally kidding. I'm taking the I'm taking the Eagles, man. I'm on it. Mapes says Bengals 27-17, and whoever commits the last turnover in Philly loses. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Giggity says 31-14, Burrowhead. Burrowhead. I like it. I like it, but you're already a winner because you're going to use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off the XLNY. Right now with Papa Murphy's, we've got a great deal. Which means I make more great pizza. A lot more. That's our extra-large New York-style take-and-bake pizza. And it's everything you'd expect from a classic New York-style pizza, hot and fresh out of your oven, and only $9.99. Do I have to share it? It's recommended, but not required. Papa Murphy's. We make great pizza, so you can make the pizza great. Such a great deal. Order now at papamurphys.com. Like Dak is is saying, you know, like the peach, you know, mm -hmm. over, you know, mm -hmm. over the banana, mm -hmm. but the peach. Is, you know, <laughs> oh, hey, uh, yeah, use the promo code Monty twenty five to oh get twenty God, just like that five percent off your purchase of twenty five dollars or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Here's what I want you to do, guys: download the app, download the app, and I will even go this far: the first three people to tweet me or. DM us in the, the group pictures of your Papa Murphy's pizza. We'll put you into the, if you're in the group, you're already in. But if you're not in the group, you're not a member, tweet me a picture of your pizza order. We'll put you in. The birthday bash. We'll put you in the big 5-0 birthday bash. All you have to do is use the promo code Monty25 to get 25% off your purchase of 25 doll hairs or more. Right. In the Papa Murphy's mobile app or at PapaMurphy'sPizza.com. The Monty Show presented by The Advocates. Utah Advocates, the best injury attorneys in the business at theadvocates.com. Uh, it's going to snow a lot this weekend. The next three days, we're supposed to get snow. There's a winter weather advisory. Please be careful driving this weekend. I know there's a lot going on. You've got the Utah Grizzlies tonight, tomorrow. You've got the Utah Jazz at home tomorrow. You're going to be out on the roads. It's Saturday, one of the most busy travel days on the roads in Utah. Please be careful. And if somebody's reckless, if somebody hits you because they're distracted driving in the snow, uh, if somebody doesn't salt their driveway and you slip and fall, if you've been injured in an accident and it's not your fault, you deserve to be compensated for that. You deserve to have an advocate. Theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Don't forget about the Big Five. Oh, birthday bash coming up March 10th here at the Mav featuring your Utah football legends. Max Tooley and Brant Keithy will join us at the Maverick Center on March 10th to watch the, the Utah Grizzlies take on the Kansas City Mavericks. 
and you're it, the prizes we're putting together on mm -hmm. this thing. Mm -hmm. The food yeah. is going to be amazing. Can't wait for that. It's going to be awesome. Bomb.com. Everybody who was in the uh, members group, you auto guys invite. are in. Auto, auto invite. Bid, auto invite. Uh, it's going to be amazing. It is going to be such a good event. March 10th, the Big 5-0 Birthday Bash right here at the Maverick Center with Brant Keithy and Max Tooley. Make sure you listen for details on how to get in if you're not a member. And again, if you'd like to be a member of the program, do not hesitate. Do Well, can't use that link. Do not hesitate, friends. <laughs> Do not hesitate uh, to join because yeah. we want you guys to join. Obviously, uh, it gets you access to a ton of great perks, including our members-only Instagram chat, which I think most of us agree has been the absolute win um, on this program. The program. Uh, it has been so great to see the community grow, the support. Program. I know, and I'm not going to out people, but I know that there are several people that are you know, you guys have become friends offline. You guys work. There's a couple of you guys that work out together. Like there's all kinds of good stuff. Um, so absolutely hook it up, become a member. You get exclusive content. You get first access to our merch. Uh, let's do it. Hook it up right now at uh, that link. I just dropped in the chat or click the join button. Uh, brother says Utah Grizzlies. You mean Memphis Grizzlies? You spell wrong, Monty. No, Utah Grizzlies. Yeah. The Utah Grizzlies Hockey Club. Tonight and tomorrow against the Rapid City Rush. Uh, Trent Miners, the ECHL goaltender of the week. Uh, the Grizzlies are back on track. They're playing fantastic hockey. Uh, make sure you get here. Use the promo code JYMonty at utahgrizzlies.com to get discounted Utah Grizzlies tickets. Again, come out tonight. Um, and if you... You know, if you are, are somebody that's got a, a service member, if you're one of your family members is serving, uh, the Grizzlies are going to be honoring Blue Star families tonight, uh, which is fantastic. They're a group that supports all of our Utah veterans and the the families of people that are serving. Uh, Greg Hale, who's a listener of the show, is one of those people. Mm -hmm. So Greg's going to drop the uh, the ceremonial first puck tonight. Um, you know, we'll have a big group of Utah uh, Blue Star families on the ice for the national anthem. It is going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, so support our veterans. I mean, it really is something I'm passionate about it. I have a lot of veterans in my family. Um, and I just think that they sacrifice so much and we just don't recognize how difficult it is to have a, to, to have a family member that is in service, especially in these crazy times in the world, like you hear that we're in Somalia in a forward territory, you know, taking action over the last few days. Like, and you just think about how many people in, in our audience, how many people in our community here on the Monty Show that are out supporting military members that are members of the military. A guy like Greg Hale, um, you know, that's a, that's a veteran. I mean, you just, you have to support that community because frankly, I did not serve. And I understand the sacrifice that those families and those service members make. It is our duty to serve and honor veterans and those that are in service to our country because it's just a sacrifice we'll never understand. We will never understand. So I just appreciate so much the service and sacrifice of our military members. So if you have a chance, come out tonight. Again, uh, Maverick Center, 7 o'clock. Uh, I would get here around 645. You want a discounted ticket? JY Monty is your... Uh, your discount code at utahgrizzlies.com. Hey, there's Greg Hale right there. How about that? 
Uh, shout out to the Monty Show helping the veterans have an awesome evening uh, tonight at the Grizzlies. Yeah, there's a big group coming out. Uh, I want to say we're like a, a 50, 60 strong of Blue Star families Yeah, uh, coming out tonight. So come on out and loudly uh, uh, give them applause tonight. Um, LFG says, another thing I like about your show, Utah Grizzlies Talk. We appreciate you. There's Thank a, you for that. Uh, right above LFG's comment, I yes. think it was, yep. or above Greg Hale, Christopher's comment. I want to make sure we get that one in. Christopher Leal says, hey, guys, just wanted to get on here and tell you that uh, – I am a case manager, and yesterday was the worst day of my career, and the show is getting me through. Oh, Christopher, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Uh, I appreciate you spending time with us. Thank you for that. Uh, I appreciate that. You know, there's a lot of people that I hear that exact story on. Yeah. Um, I was telling you guys about Kenny in Las Vegas. Um, Like, I hear from people every day, it feels like. And obviously, I'm not going to say this person's name, but this guy reached out to me a couple of weeks ago and was like, you know, I've thought about you know, really bad things, hurting myself. And he's like, he, he said, it's that, that I'll miss tomorrow's show. There was one day where I was like, no, I'll just, I, 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 he remembered that Jake and I said, today's not the day you're going to die. Like, that's a really heavy story, man. Mm-hmm. But that's what our community has been about. That's what this show has been about. And I'm not saying we're saving lives, but that we distract you from those things that, you know, best thing about sports talk in, in, this show in general is, I hope that if you're struggling financially, that if you are having a tough day in your marriage or at work, or you know, you're struggling with life and you've had difficulties, we hope that we're a distraction from that. Mm-hmm. That's the greatest honor that you guys can bestow on us because, dude, there are people that are struggling. There are so many people who have said, hey man, I lost my job and you guys get me through the day. Like I, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard that. So I just really appreciate you guys. Um, yeah. I really appreciate you guys sharing your story. Uh, let's see. Tanner says, uh, look at that. Our daily butt dial from the Monty Show Instagram chat. I know I shouldn't be talking, but... Hey, you're the guy who called the chat like four times last night, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Blake Phillips says, you guys seriously think Mahomes is losing four in a row to Cincinnati? Get real. I think Mahomes' ankle is a huge problem. I think it's a huge problem. Uh, I, I truly do. Boston says, yeah, Tanner, haha. how do those butt dials happen daily? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, like, how that's even a thing. Like, how, how that happens. I mean, okay, let me ask you guys this. Do you put your cell phone in your butt pocket or your front pocket? Because neither of them are good for you. Hello? <laughs> Hole in my lip, man. <laughs> it's Friday, you know what the, I mean? The funny thing is, hey, I am not kidding you. And then we're going to talk NBA because we got to talk all-stars. we got to talk about the Knicks. If you're putting your cell phone in your pocket, in the front of your pocket, your front pocket, please stop doing that. It is so bad for your male, male health. Like there are, there are, and again, Dr. Huberman on YouTube and Instagram, if you're not following him, you're missing out. He was talking about a new study that released that, talked about male fertility and the the volume of your DNA product, your output, um, and putting your cell phone in your pocket, and it doesn't matter if it's on Wi-Fi. It does not matter if it's in airplane mode. The heat that your cell phone generates that you cannot feel that radiates down through your groin does real damage to the boys. Yeah. So I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't do that. 
You should not do that. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, I have an excuse for my one butt dial because my new iPhone 14 Pro Max, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, free pass. Uh, speaking of telling a personal side of things, I have no shame in admitting I literally got watery eyes when we hit 10K the other day. Awesome moment. Genuinely happy for you guys. The Monty Show is elite. And, and Riley O'Brien. That was O'Brien, a crazy time, bro. Riley O'Brien has been a long time on this show, man. That was a really crazy moment. And yeah. so many people have reached out to us. Yeah. And I just appreciate all those notes. Again, but a guy like Riley O'Brien, the, I, I kid you not, RV sales, the best RV sales guy, Riley O'Brien. You want to do business, you need an RV, you need whatever, reach out to Riley O'Brien. That, is, that guy is a, legit. It will absolutely kick ass for you. Uh, Lopes Van Gabe says, team phone belt clip. Oh, exactly damn. right. Hey, man, I put my phone in my back pocket. I do not put it in my front pocket. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, where are we supposed to put it? Your back pocket? Not your front pocket, man. Your back pocket, your jacket pocket. Don't put your phone in the front pocket of your pants. Yeah. It is really bad for you. Talking with Raphael Podcast. Where are we supposed to put it? I'm regretting the question I already asked. Shove it um, up. Your, put it in your back pocket. Um, Just put um, it in your back pocket. It affects the wiener. It does. Mm -hmm. It does. If you felt these balls. It does. Uh, Brandon Butler, Mahomes' ankle ain't a Dak ankle, but it'll do. Exactly. Right, right, yeah. You guys remember that Dak broken Nar. ankle? Ooh, man. Uh, damn, that's good to know, man. I've always had my phone in my front pocket. Yeah. Well, the question is, do you have a position on your phone on the weekend's football games? Because I'm telling you, Teddy Wayman. Dude. You guys. I'm telling you. My guy is the go-to source. He... he I still owe Teddy pizza. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. Oh, team fanny pack, Jeremy Bones right. says. Maybe. Excuse me, excuse me. The nomenclature is satchel, please. Yeah, Jake's a man purse guy. Yeah, thank you. This show makes the first three hours of my shift fly by in the morning. Oh, Tyler, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Tanner says, wait, what? Uh, can putting your phone in your pocket cause cancer to your private areas? No, what it does is, A, it can, yes. Not to be gross. I think that's HIPAA. It reduces your sperm count. Yeah. It, it reduces your, the quality of your product. That now says kitty cat is not yours to have, okay? Yeah. It reduces the quality of your product. There, are, there's a, there, was a, there have been many studies over the years, but there was a recently released research project that showed that, and, and a lot of people ask about the heat of cell phones. Yes. And people are like, well, it doesn't feel hot. Yeah, it it's it's not that you can feel it. Yeah, it is. It is the consistent heat that radiates from your cell phone through the motor and through. That's why the new chipsets are so important and all this yeah. stuff. But through your battery, through the processor, through the antenna, like it's just, it, its main thing is to perform and to perform. It needs heat. And it's minute at times. It's significant at times. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, great. That explains a lot now. Yeah, I wouldn't, you know. <laughs> but I thought you had like 11 kids, Jeff. What do you mean it explains a lot? Uh, yeah, Monty has a point. Uh, it, happened to, it happens to me, Tanner. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, yeah, I got the Bengals, but the NFC is a hard one. I'm leaning Eagles. My guy. Come on, Teddy. Don't. Dude, Teddy, come on, man. Fly, um, Eagles, um, fly. Um. My wife is a huge 49er fan, so I actually hope the 49ers win. 
you know. Uh, if the bots weren't already on their way to the chat, they're speeding this way yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, should we just get Natalie back on the screen just to expedite getting through the bot process? You know. I mean, is that what we're... You know. Is that what we need to do? You or know. like, you know, Man, yeah. Dak, what are you doing? What are you... Not her. I mean, there are questionable choices being made by Dak Prescott, clearly. Yeah. Um, This is his now ex-girlfriend. Dude. Right here. Bro. And I'm just like, homie. Bro. <laughs> no, I mean, listen. Dak Prescott, touchdown. But this is... I mean, the problem is this is a 21-year-old girl that's a swimmer at LSU. Yeah. And this is Dak Prescott's new girlfriend. I get it, Dak. I get it, bro. But I think I'm Team Jake on this one. Yeah, dude. Right there. That picture. I don't even like the other picture of her. That picture... I the, think the her gray bikini but picture. Look how is, beautiful her face is. Yeah, she's dude. a good looking girl, dude. She's gorgeous. But that's just elite. Jake's a huge fan. I'm a huge fan, bro. Correct the mundo. You know. Uh Dak, congratulations, my guy. Congratulations, my guy. Kurt Meyer says, see, see, see. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Uh Raptor88, who's a member. Good morning, sir. He says, let's go, Eagles. Hate the Niners with a passion. Jeff says, uh, I have two kids, but feels like 15 on most days. <laughs> Let's go. Gee off. That's exactly right. For oh all my, my God. homies in the chat, get on that Ashwagandha game. Just get, on, get on it, dude. dude At, I'm telling you. Difference maker. I And I'm, I'm going to be 50, so I'm also taking something called Tungat Ali, which is... Got a lot of tongue? You know. Um, it's great. <laughs> hey, man, if you're... If you're, if you're if you're 40 and over, you got to work that testosterone, man. You should be taking your magnesium. You should be taking your Tungad Ali. I'm telling you, it works. 400 milligrams, two in the morning, two at night. Works like you wouldn't even know. Uh, let's see, Monty, did you collect uh, all the bikini calendars? Dude, nah. when I was 16, 17, I had every SI swimsuit issue. Every single one. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. <laughs> All right, let's talk NBA hoop on the Monty Show. All of our NBA talk on this fine program is presented by our friends at Quick Quack Car Wash, the best car wash in the bedness. I'll be there today. My car is wrecked from the snow yesterday, uh, but I'll be there today absolutely because it's in and out in five minutes. The wash, I mean, the quality of the car wash, the end product, your vehicle, elite, and I love that you get free vacuums. I love you get free towels, but you know my favorite thing about Quick Quack Car Wash? The people. They're friendly. And I know I talk about people all the time, but they're friendly. They say your name based on, because they put your license plate in. I have a membership, which I'm telling you, $21.99 a month. I get the best car wash. And the, the, the Galler guy walks up to my car with a smile, wearing a shirt and a tie. Hey, Monty, here's your free uh, hey guys. dashboard wipe. Anything else we can get for you today? Super friendly. I don't have to give my credit card to a computer. Like, I love it. I absolutely love it. If I'm going to pay a, a, a company, let me hand it to a human being. I don't know why that makes me feel better, but it does. And at Quick Quack, the people are awesome. Truly love it. Quick Quack Car Wash presents all of our NBA and Utah Jazz Talk on the Monty Show. So, you guys, where do you come mm. down on this nonsense with the NBA All-Star voting? Because this is, this is freaking amazing. And I want you to pay attention to the third line down here in the front court of Zion Williamson, who NBA players ranked third. Fat. Third. They voted him the third best front court player. 
Somebody needs to explain to me what exactly we're talking about. Because it's garbage. I don't understand How? that. Ooh. Wink Martindale is getting a second interview to be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. They'll screw that up. There ain't no doubt about that. But how on earth are you telling me that Zion Williamson, size Husky, is the third best player in the front court in the Western Conference when he has missed like 20 games? Yeah. How is that possible? Somebody needs to explain that to me. This NBA voting, mm -hmm. this all-star voting, I'm telling you, is a travesty. If you look at these numbers, it, it's shocking to me that Anthony Davis is fourth. That one to me is just flat out disrespectful, dude. DeMontis Sabonis is not a starter in the NBA All-Star game, but After Zion Williamson is. Yeah. How is how is Zion Williamson starting? And DeMontis Sabonis from Sacto is not. Yeah. I mean, it's a popularity contest. That's, That's ridiculous. It, it, it is simply put a a who can get the most votes. And by the way, this should be a clear indicator about who's got the best social media teams in the league. But no, I'm even just focus on the first column with the player ranking. They voted DeMontis Sabonis fifth. Fifth. You voted him behind. Zion Williamson. How, man? What am I missing on fat ass? Okay, what am, look, I mean, Zion, Zion Williamson. Williamson. What am I missing on size husky chunky boy? Yeah. Because I don't under... I should stop. Tubbs McGahee nice. is... Look. Look. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face, bro. Zion Williamson is a, is a <laughs> remarkably talented human, but he's never healthy. Yeah. And I'm tired of of NBA players missing extended periods of time, and you're voted fourth by the players, Anthony Davis. You're voted third by the players, Zion Williamson. How, man? Yeah, it's disrespectful, and I think that the thing is, the, the problem is, is that when NBA players vote on All-Stars, they vote on what they know, not what the reality of the league is, meaning that that they're saying, okay, yeah, we know that Zion, in our opinion, is the fourth best player in the league, regardless of how often he plays, you know, like, like that just doesn't matter to us. But we know that that's who he is. But you voted Anthony Edwards eighth. Players voted Anthony Edwards eighth, dude. Yeah. How, are you just, do players not watch the T-Wolves? Is that what this is? Because... Anthony Edwards has been one of the best guards in the NBA this year. Yeah. And you voted him eighth? Mm-hmm. You voted him eighth? Like, that's great. You voted, you voted ahead of Anthony Edwards. You guys, they voted Paul George ahead of Anthony Edwards. And I understand, look, PG, the guy doesn't play games. How is that possible? Yeah, how many games has PG played? This right, year? Like, like you look at the fact that that you voted like De'Aaron Fox fifth. How is De'Aaron Fox behind, with all due respect, John Morant, who's hurt all the time? Like John Morant's a hell of a player, but he just doesn't play a lot of games. I don't understand it. Remember the ridiculous conversations we had to have last year about, hey, are they better or not without John Moran? He missed so much time that people are like, they're better without him. How is that possible? Yeah, I mean, PG's played 35 games this year. 
out of 50 something so you know 51. He's, he's definitely missed time and we all know that that's not you know surprise or anything but, but, but i think load management there's no punishment for load management no this is just another validation point that there is no punishment for load management no and, and None I, think whatsoever. That, I, I think you know there was that thing the other day on sports center about how that kid that kid flew like four forty four hundred miles to come and see jimmy butler and jimmy butler was a late scratch like you know, load management, I do feel like is, it's not ideal for the league. And, and and the problem is, I don't know what you can do about it because you're not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, you could play, but you're not going to play. Like, you know, you could have played, so we're going to find you, find you. Like, that's tough, dude. And in, in, like in Kawhi's case, the guy just hasn't been able to get back from this ACL. He just hasn't. Like, that's the reality of the situation. Paul George, I, I don't know. I feel like Paul George has, has worked hard. Like Paul George is a guy to me that is trying to get back. He is he's tried to he's played through some injuries. He's played through stuff. Like I feel like Paul George has battled battled through some things the last two seasons. I look at Dame Lillard. He's somebody who plays hurt all the time. And to me, it, it, it winds up being a mentality conversation. You have guys, and you know, like I know that we're we're just now crossing three years on Kobe's death, but Guys need to start living up to what Kobe was like, man, on some level. Like, you have to start respecting the fact that people pay their hard-earned money to go to these games. I mean, Teddy said he's going to the game, I think, tomorrow night, I believe it was. I mean, if Luka doesn't play, you're going to be pissed, right? Like, you, especially, like, if you paid 100 bucks a seat and Luka doesn't play. Dude, 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 here's the reality. Fans don't matter. With all due respect to all of us, yeah, we don't, we don't matter. Fans don't matter. Do you really? And listen, Jimmy Butler's a little different. I know he went out of his way to make that right. But do you really think he cares that he didn't play for that fan? Do you really think the NBA cares that fans paid? The problem is, and we went through this. We went, When the Bulls were here, we talked about whether or not DeMar and Zach Levine were going to play. Look at Don's injury now. Do you think? Donovan Mitchell was miraculously able to play at the Garden. Didn't play last night. Didn't play the four games before. Come on. Do you really think the NBA wants to solve for load management? No. No, they don't. I don't think they do. And do you really think they care about fans? They and don't. by the way, I don't think there's a way to fix it because it's a players-controlled league. So. Well, and again, I just look at this all-star situation. It's a joke, dude. It's yeah. absolutely a joke the way this thing is put together. You know, I just don't... Mm. Anton says PG had one of the nastiest uh, injuries ever, along with Hayward. Yes, he yeah. did. But like yes, PG, he did. like that's what I was saying though. I feel like PG is somebody who I can say, yeah, this guy has fought through a lot of injuries and has has got on the floor more than some of these other guys. Yeah. I mean, there was a they had a dude they had a highlight package on Ben Simmons from the other night where he gets a glancing blow to the face. I'm talking about like like barely even touched his face, and he went to the locker room. Like a lot of these guys are milking the the cow, if you will. They're taking advantage. They're they're getting paid to play the least basketball possible, right? And then you've got a guy like Kyrie. Yeah. Look at Kyrie. Look how much time Kyrie missed, and now he's back, played his ass off, and now he wants two hundred million over four years. Like yeah, that's how the league works. Big Dog O Town says All Star voting process is all political. I'll land my plane there. Can a brother get a program drop? That's program. my new favorite drop. Program. 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 Absolutely. Good to see you in, up in uh, Ogden these days. 
Uh, Big dog, hope you're well. Uh, Brother, speaking of which, why everyone didn't even vote Julius Randle? Hey, man. Again, disrespectful. Did you see what he did to Jalen Brown last night? Oh, yeah. He laughed in Jalen Brown's face. I, he has been arguably the best power forward in the NBA this year. Yeah. Julius Randle. What do you guys make of this Jimmy Dolan thing? Mm. Um, James Dolan is battling the liquor commission. And it is, um, it's crazy. Yeah. So if you guys don't know this, and we should talk about this, it's a pretty serious deal. Yeah. Jimmy Dolan, the owner of the New York Knickerbockers, and the um, New York Rangers, Madison Square Garden, that whole thing. If we're truth-telling, James Dolan has never worked for anything in his life. He inherited everything. Um, James Dolan is one of the most powerful owners in all the sports. Right. And it's all about this idea of him being sued by scalpers, by other people. Mm -hmm. And James Dolan will now not allow the attorneys representing the people suing him or the people suing him into Madison Square Garden. And he is using facial recognition software to keep them out. Mm -hmm. And he's doing that because he's got one of the world's leading facial recognition systems at Madison Square Garden which he says he needs to protect the building, which he claims is one of the safest buildings in the world Mm -hmm. because of security and facial recognition. The only problem is the the fine folks of the city of New York who give him massive tax breaks say that you cannot discriminate and keep people out. And I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, I actually agree with James Dolan. If I and I don't agree with his analogies and but on its face, James Dolan should be able to refuse anybody because mm-hmm. he owns the building. It's a private company. Right. Should be able to refuse whoever he wants. The problem is he's a vindictive jerk who's one of the worst owners in sports and people don't like him. So now the New York Liquor Commission is threatening to pull his liquor license. Because of discriminatory business practices. Right. To which James Dolan says, screw you, I won't sell liquor at Madison Square Garden. And then James Dolan turned into James James Dolan and he went on television in New York and humiliated a bunch of people, including himself. Look, facial recognition, right, is just the technology, right? I mean... When I walked into the, into the studio, right, did you recognize my face? I did. Facial recognition, right? The, the, uh, so, I mean, technology just makes you better at it, right? Anytime you go in the public, you're on camera, right? I mean, you walk down the street, believe me, you're on the camera like you're on 10 cameras. What facial recognition does is looks at, you, looks at your, you know, <laughs> recognizes your face and says, are you, right, you know, someone who's on this list, right? So if you're a terrorist, right, it will say, that's a terrorist, right? The, 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 and then, you know, appropriate action can be taken. It's very, very useful for security. In fact, Madison Square Garden, I believe, is the most secure venue in the country. Fox 5 New York with the uh, James Dolan exclusive. What was and that? his name is John C. <laughs> First of all. 
Did you recognize me when I walked in here? No. Facial recognition. Facial recognition. No, dick. That's not how it works. <laughs> but then he went a step further. And he pretty much doxed a guy. This sheriff or this guy Sharif from the Liquor Commission. Yeah. On Fox 5 TV, Good Day New York. So I have a little surprise for him. Right, to, to help, because they're basically doing this for publicity. So we're going to give them some publicity, all right? What we're going to do, right, is we're going to pick a night, right, maybe a Rangers game, and we're going to shut down all the liquor and alcohol in the building. Now, this isn't going to bother me, because I've been sober 29 years. I don't need the liquor, <laughs> um, right? But instead, what we're going to do is, uh, where we serve liquor, we're going to... Put one of these up, which says, if you would like to drink at a game, please call, right, Sharif Kabir, chief executive officer, or write him an email at this number, right, and the, the uh, and tell him, right, to stick stick to his knitting and, you know, and to what he's supposed to be doing and stop, stop grandstanding and trying to get press. Yeah. Hey, listen, sir, can you stick to your knitting, please? Can you stick to your knitting, please? This is ridiculous. Dude. James Dolan's a terrible owner. Facial recognition. This is not... This is not... A, all this is is James Dolan being in a pissing match with the New York Liquor Commission. And he enjoys it. And the problem with it is, is it's really bad for fans. And it's really bad for the city of New York. And it's really bad for the Rangers, who he's kind of put front and center here. There's nothing good that comes out of this because James Dolan, whether he wants to say it or not, makes a good bunch of coin on selling beer yeah. and liquor at MSG. And there's no reason not to. And I understand why he doesn't want to have people that are suing him in his premise. I understand that. But you have to do that. Sometimes you just, and this is where James Dolan has always missed the mark. Sometimes you just have to be the bigger man. Sometimes you just have to say, yeah, I know you're an attorney representing the people suing me. Come on in. Facial yeah. recognition. Enjoy the ball game. <laughs> Enjoy the hockey game. Enjoy the concert. Mm -hmm. you, it, it is a world-renowned landmark. Yeah. You can't keep people out. And yet, here's James Dolan. I, comparing, but comparing these lawyers to terrorists. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Look, in the interview, he also made a point about how, you know, when you walk down the street in New York City, you're constantly on camera. And that's true. Absolutely. That's 100% true. That's 1,000%, you know, verified fact. Yes. And and I have to say, I don't have an issue, frankly, with facial recognition and, and like, it's for security It's the reality purpose. of living our lives. You are on yeah. camera everywhere you go. And, and to me, I, I wish, I almost wish that... The facial recognition thing was brought up in a way different light because I actually think the Dolans had an opportunity here to really spin this in a positive direction, but they didn't want to do that. That's not why they're doing this. No, he's doing this to be a vindictive jerk. Yeah, who is upset that he can't he can't take action, punitive action against people and damage them because they are attorneys representing the people yes. suing him. Yes, I, I, I understand that. I, I understand it. And you just can't do that. Yeah. That's not, it's this just This isn't dumb. your house, dude. This is stupid like, business. And the problem is, this is a billionaire. This is a billionaire who just has no 
no reins on care. him. He doesn't have to care. He does not have to care. So it's it, it's really bad. It's it yeah. to me this is really bad. And the problem is the Knicks and the Rangers are actually finally really good. Yes. That's the, the pro you finally figured out Julius Randle. You finally signed a big free agent. You finally have a general manager of, of consequence. And now you're trying to use fake facial recognition to take action against your adversaries. Facial recognition. You stupid. What yeah, are dude. you doing? Yep. Why? Why? And I, you know what I would say? Hey, man, you want to do that? Don't go on Good Day New York and tell everybody you're doing that. Please. And he made a reference about, well, you know, if I own a bakery, a bread shop, and you were suing me because you didn't like my bread, and then you came in and said, can I buy more bread? I would say no. That's not what you're doing. Yeah, that's stupid. What you're doing is using facial rec recognition software to punish the people who are suing you. And when you use something like facial recognition software that requires privacy and you just can't, you can't do this, man. Yeah. It's you can't so do extra, this. bro. You can't, you, uh, mm. facial recognition. You can't do it. You know, fat Jesus says, I hate to admit it, but those flyers are amazing. Hey, if you're being a little whiny punk ass, those flyers are amazing. I mean, listen, if you're a billionaire and you can do what you want and you can turn off all your liquor sales and you can be like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> We're not going to sell liquor. No beer, no liquor, nothing. Okay. Hey, man, if that money don't mean anything to you, it does. That's a total lie. If that money don't mean anything to you, James Dolan, be punitive and put this dude's name, picture, phone number up all over MSG. Better send those refunds. Knock yourself out. Are you happy now? Because did it help you? It's not going to help you. Because they're still going to review your liquor license. Yes. Because He wants dude's email and phone number to get lit up and for it to be obnoxious. You know, like, and again, the sad thing is, but you know what, Alex, who cares if it's bad for fans? You just said fans don't matter. Fans don't matter. But you know when fans do matter? When it's about them spending money on beer. Yeah. That's when it matters. Yes. When it's about them saying, yeah, you know, if I can't drink, because there are people who will say, if I can't have a beer, I'm not going to the garden. I guarantee you there are people who say that. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> It's embarrassing to be a Knicks fan and a Rangers fan because it is dude. Yes. And I, I just... it's You know what it is? It's disappointing. It's unfortunate that this is the guy who owns franchises with the prestige and with the history of the Knicks and the Rangers. Two really important franchises. Like, dude, it's New York City, man. Be better. Be better. Yeah. Two really important franchises. And it's just... It's incredibly frustrating. Yeah. It is incredibly frustrating to me anyway. All right, but there you go. Yeah. By the way, I think the Knicks are, are contenders. If they make a move, I think they're contenders. Eric C. says, us fans, we're the biggest suckers in the world. Putting money into people like James Dolan's pockets, I'm still going to games, though. Facial recognition. <laughs> I'm a Chicago Cubs fan. I see them when they're on the road. I go to Wrigley Field. I try to go once a year. I haven't gone in a minute. I still put money in the pockets of the Ricketts like an idiot because mm -hmm. they're never going to win. Mm -hmm. They don't need to win. They're making tons of money. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of the Chicago Bears. The Bears. I only have the Sunday ticket to watch Chicago Bears football. Mm -hmm. And they're never going to win anything. Right? The Chicago Blackhawks, Dollar Bill Wirtz, we're never going to win anything. Notre Dame. Well, Notre Dame will win. No, <coughs> who are we kidding? <coughs> right? Like, I'm a Chicago sports fan. But you know what? It's, it's actually 
it's a pleasure to put money into Ryan Smith's pocket because the building's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think they're doing things the right way. I don't mind putting money into BYU and Utah's pockets because I love going to college football games. You know, I like, mean, Madison Square Garden is no Rio Tinto, but it'll do. There you go. Uh, Teddy says, dude, I'd be pissed if I couldn't buy a beer for a game. That's what I'm See? saying. See? Right? Uh, Nick Hines says, even in Utah, I think it would be a huge deal if the if the Viv didn't serve alcohol. People would be mad. I think so, Nick. Yeah. I yeah. think you're exactly right. Thanks for being a member of the show, Nick. We appreciate you. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think you're right. Fat Jesus, uh, hope your arm is feeling well. Uh, is there a valid point that the attorneys could make observations that would be used against him in the case? I think this is already going to be used against him in the case. I, I, I just don't think yeah. there's... There's no way around it. There, there Yeah. It's not that he's using facial recognition to secure Madison Square Garden. He's using facial recognition to point out his adversaries and punish them. Which their answer to that is, hey, the state liquor authority says that in order for you to keep a a liquor license in good standing, you cannot discriminate who comes into your premises. And you can, yeah. Yeah, So, you know. It's ridiculous. This whole thing is ridiculous. So the facial recognition is both the issue and not the issue. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Hey, guys, we're about 1,000 viewers this morning. Uh, Only 61 likes. Please give a a thumbs up. If all 105 of you here this morning hit the thumbs up, it'd be amazing. Uh, Lewis in the GZ says, smash the like button, people. Let's go. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Should Walker Kessler be an all-star? I think this is a bigger question than most people think. I think it's a lot closer than most people think. And if you look at the best centers in the NBA, look at Rudy Gobert. Like, I I hate the question of, is Walker Kessler a better player than Rudy Gobert? No, he's not. Is he more deserving of an all-star spot than Rudy Gobert? Yes, he is. Has he performed at a higher level? I believe he has. But Walker Kessler's not a better player than Rudy Gobert yet. He will be. But what I'm telling you is there are very few centers who I think as rookies playing at the level he's playing at as a rookie deserve recognition recognition like Walker Kessler does. Yeah. Is Walker Kessler an all-star? Probably not, Jake. Yeah, I mean, probably not, you know, just being honest. But I think that it speaks to how much development he's gone through this year. I think it speaks to the work he's put in. I I, I, I am going to keep saying that I think the Utah Jazz deserve a lot of credit for the, the improvement that they've made year over year in the developmental category of their organization because this is an organization, let's not forget, who has wasted talent after talent. And I know that Dante Exum was never going to be, you know, an all-world basketball player, but I feel very strongly that he could have been better. You could have gotten more out of him. You could have gotten more out of some of these other guys. And I think finally we are starting to see that they are getting that extra bit out of guys. They're getting more out of the Walker Kesslers and the Ochai's and, you know, the Colin Sexton's, right? Like you're getting more out of these guys. So Walker Kessler is the best example of that right now. The idea that we're even able to ask the question, because I think it's a very fair question. I think it's proper. I think it's justified. But the idea that we're even able to ask that question speaks to the developmental portion of this organization. And I think Walker Kessler, while he's not an all-star this year, in my opinion, he is right there. I mean, he is right there. I think that if this guy had 
you know, a 15-foot jump shot or the little the little push shot from the middle of the paint or a little baby hook, which I know he's got in his game. We've seen it regularly. Like, if he had these offensive skills that allowed him to put up, you know, to make it easier for him to get to 20 points every single night, I think he would be an all-star. But the things that are hurting him, in my opinion, are that he is in Utah, right? If this if this kid was playing for, you know, you know, let's just say the Lakers or who the hell ever, a major in your face organization yep. and he was having this kind of success, I think he would be an all-star already. You do? Yes, I do. I Ooh. think that I think he'd be an all-star already. I, I think, think the lack of national TV appearances by the Utah Jazz absolutely has impacted their guys. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah. I don't think that anybody it, the Garden Variety major market NBA fan has not seen Walker Kessler play, has not seen the unbelievable improvement from uh, Laurie Markkinen. Like, I, I I, think a lot of that is because the Jazz are not on national TV. They're not yeah. on NBA TV. They are not on uh, ESPN or ABC or TNT. They're not. And that's a very difficult hill to climb. So I think it's a big, you know, nod of the, the head and a tip of the cap to Laurie Markkinen for breaking through that. But I think that guys like Jordan Clarkson, who I think most Jazz fans believe is an NBA All-Star, he's not. But there's no chance for him to be an All-Star, in my opinion, because, well, he just isn't being seen. Walker Kessler isn't being seen. Yes. Um, and I think, like, when it comes to Rookie of the Year, I think Walker Kessler should be top three. And I don't know that he will be. I think, again, Paulo Bancaro has been unbelievable, so I'm not saying that Walker should win it. But he's one of the best rookies in the NBA. And I think right now today, Walker Kessler is one of the best bigs in the NBA. And I certainly think he's one of the most impactful defensive players in the NBA. He deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, and Danny and I, deserves credit for, for making sure he was in that deal. You know, because yeah. like Danny had to go and force his way into Walker Kessler. Danny had to go out of his way to, to say, hey, I'm not doing this deal without Walker Kessler. You know, we can't lose sight of that. And for all the people... Who are like, oh well, I'm not sure that Danny's the dude, or you know, you know, I'm not like, yeah, I'm not I'm confident. Not you know what I mean? Like that, like Walker Kessler should show you that Danny Ainge knows how to how to lay the foundation or lay the road, walk the path, whatever corny ass analogy you want to use. Yep. He knows how to build a basketball team, and I think it's just a matter of time. And yes. I, and, and I think this whole concept about. The developmental piece of this organization, I think it's so under the radar right now. People don't understand how different it is right now in this organization. Yeah. Uh, Arlington Bears says, what do you mean the Bears don't win? They won it all 37 years ago yesterday. <laughs> Bro, we're sitting here talking Walker Kessler, and we get our guy, the first member ever on this program, Mr. Auto Bid, Mr. First Invited to the Birthday Bash, Mr. Wins Everything, you know, talking about the Bears winning 37 years ago. Yep. Don't disagree. Uh, Kanai Johnson says beer and sports is the best combo. Lee Jensen says the question is when do we expect him to try a three-point shot? Soon. You think? Before the season's over. Yeah. We'll find out. I mean, I don't know. I think it's that's interesting. Louis, uh, Louis Capasso says Dante Exum and Ben Simmons are cut from the same cloth. Both are worthless on the court. Well, and now, again, Ben Simmons has a knee injury. Ben Simmons is 100 times the player Dante Exum ever was. Yeah. Uh, Teddy says he'll be an all-star in the future as long as Fisdale is here. I think we'll continue to, he'll continue to grow. I agree with that. 
I would agree with that. Um, Tanner says, is Patrick Ewing getting facial recognition? From Michael Jordan, got a facial, absolutely. Facial recognition. You're welcome. Uh, you know, Mike Maples, what's up, Mapes? Mitchell went from last pick in the All-Star to All-Star starter playing somewhere else. Utah will always be a factor. Yeah, Donnie's a starter in the East. I know it hurts. Mm. That hurts. Mm-mm-mm. I, I just, the guy's having a sensational season. I hope he can be healthy. I mean, it, it, I think Donovan Mitchell's a guy that you can now confidently say is injury prone. I think he's injury prone. I think there's no doubt he is missing games year in and year out with significant injuries. You know, the the ankle injury, the knee injury, the leg injuries this last year. The other like, night was him cramping, though. I mean, I, I like I don't disagree that he's this is a groin prone. injury, though. Yeah, this is a groin injury, though. Yeah. I mean, the cramping thing's one thing. This groin injury is a big deal. Yeah. He straight up said, I went to dunk the basketball and locked up and couldn't do it. I, I mean, this groin injury is a big, big deal. Big deal, yeah. in my opinion. Kanai says, no, not this year. He's doing great. He has some time before he is a dominant center. I think he's a dominant center now. Yeah, he's a problem now, dude. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Patrick Mann gives us a uh, $5 super sticker. Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. You. Uh, always appreciate you guys that... Um, that uh, share, tip the hit the tip jar function. Uh, again, don't forget you can also become a member of the program. Uh, Nine ninety nine a month gets you exclusive content, and you know, like our merch drop that's coming here pretty quick. Program. Uh, you guys will get free run at that for seven days. You'll get first run at that uh, for seven days, so you always get first access to it. Uh, members are the only one who are going to be allowed to pick up their merch. Uh, as well, Mrs. Monty is instituting some merch shipping and oh. uh, handling rules. Like, okay, like what? Like, hey, if you're a member, you can pick your shirt up. If not, you got to pay for shipping. Okay. No, I like it. Yeah. I like it. So there's a lot of perks for members. Make sure you uh, also don't forget that you get access to our members-only Instagram chat. So when there's something going on, when there's a game, the Jazz, BYU, whoever, NBA playoffs, NFL playoffs, we're always in there chopping it up. And it's really become a great a great thing. Patrick Mann says, listening from Orlando, love the show. Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate Patrick, you, man. Patrick, are you a Bancaro fan? Are you? No, how uh, are you? Who's well, not a Bancaro well, but you fan? Know, but, like, yeah. I mean, everybody respects guys' game. But, like, are you a jazz fan or are you a Magic fan that found our show, that likes the show? Like, I'm just trying oh, to understand okay, there you like, go. what you're... Yeah, how'd you find our show, Patrick? Yeah. Uh, Brandon uh, Butler says, on Walker, teams are going to figure him out. He is going to have to grow after that, and then we can talk all-star. I think that's a really good point. That's fair. Because, one, I think he's got a lot of physical development that's going to have to happen this summer. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you become a professional during the season. You become a professional during the summer. It's, Do it, you even live? Again, it's what I say about – exactly. It's what I say about Donnie. Donnie always comes back every single year with a better part of his game. What do you bench? And you look at Walker Kessler. He's got to get on that bench, man. He's got to put on muscle. He has got to put on some weight. And I think he will do that. He will become a much stronger player. The question is, does a guy, you know, does a guy like a uh, Paulo Boncaro, who is dominating the league now, does he kick his feet up for a while? That's always the question about these guys. Because I think you have to, you have to, you have to avoid that. Yeah. If I'm Paulo Boncaro, I'm probably not playing a lot of basketball for the first couple of weeks after the season. I'm in the weight room. I'm on my nutrition like there's yeah, well, nobody's gotta, you business. You got to rest your legs, lift weights, you know, strengthen your body, and then get back to the floor. Uh, Patrick Mann says, I'm a jazz fan just vacationing at Disney. How is oh, that? Oh, okay, cool. Good cool, Lord. Cool. Dude. Is Disney a vacation? I think Disney is one of the most difficult things to do on a so vacation. So expensive, bro. But not even the money. It's stressful. 
Well, going to Disneyland, Disney land is stressful yeah bro going to disney world is even more stressful facial recognition and you're sweating walking around in the humidity good night hope you enjoy that vacation you know what i'm saying yeah maybe maybe you need to bring a super soaker gun with you bro dude it is 12 minutes to nine o'clock yeah are you kidding it kidding me uh appreciate it and welcome to the channel patrick yeah patrick welcome to the mozzie show uh all right couple of things we need to get to yeah. Did you guys see the story on Brian Kelly and LSU? <laughs> We're all in the wrong line of work. I, I, and I don't know. Like. I don't know how James Dolan fell into his billions. Facial recognition. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how guys like Brian Kelly fail upward. This dude got overpaid by a million dollars at LSU. And they worked out a payment plan for him to not pay it back. But they're just going to deduct a little more from his his salary this year. So he gets to keep the million dollars. They're going to deduct a little bit from his. So they loaned him tax-free and interest-free a million bucks. Yeah. Where can I get that deal? Like, they gave him an extra million dollars. Go Tigers. Mm -hmm. You have a million dollars just laying around that you didn't notice until an an end-of-year audit that they found out they over-bonused him, and it wasn't even his salary. They (laughs) over-bonused him. Bro, can I ask a question? These people who do these, these, you know, these, what is it called? Investigative audits? Audits. Forensic audits. Forensic. Bro, forensic auditors are eating lately. Dude, forensic auditors have been best friends with Comcast lately and Kleovcock and and Mr. Kelly and LSU Go Tigers, you know, like, come on, dude, like these guys are getting paid, bro. Kelly was overpaid one million one thousand three hundred sixty eight dollars in supplemental payments because of duplicate payments made both to Brian Kelly and to Kelly's LLC. How, okay, okay, quick question. Quick, can I propose this question? No. How do you double pay? How does that work? Because so, so you double Brian, paid once? Brian, no, Brian Kelly has an LLC. See, the game has changed. And if you don't have an LLC, I think you're dumb. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> Brian Kelly has an LLC because he's a businessman. And Brian Kelly has a W-2 because he's an employee. So his bonus structure... His, from what I understand, his bonus payments went to his LLC because then he can write off his expenses as a football coach. And they paid him both the bonus to him personally on W-2 and to his LLC. The double payments began in May and it continued until LSU officials detected the errors in November. LSU exceeded expectations in Kelly's first season in Baton Rouge. Winning the SEC West, finishing 10-4, and four, and 63-7, to seven, they beat Purdue in the Citrus Bowl, including a win over Alabama. Roll, Tide. But I'm just curious, how do we get a job where they overpay us a million dollars? Fucking A. I don't understand it. But I'm serious. Brandon Butler asked a really good question. Is Kelly working for Comcast? Dude. You see what I'm saying? But you guys, I'm serious. You need to have an LLC. It's 400 bucks at, at LegalZoom. Yeah. You need to have an LLC and you need to set up a company that you can run expenses through because Mrs. Monty and I had this conversation last night. Everything I buy is, is a business expense. I bought a duffel bag because I needed it to travel for business. 
I pay like my car, my gas, clothing, shoes, food, business expense. This microphone's a business expense. That's a tax write-off. If you don't have an LLC, and this is why we talk about side hustle so much on the show. If you don't have a side hustle, you're lending the government your money. Because again, I'm just going to tell you, if you're getting a tax return, congratulations, the bank of Monty lent the state of Utah money this year. Better send those refunds. Don't be excited about a tax return. It means that you overpaid and you lent the government money tax-free, interest-free. Yeah. Because they ain't paying you 8% on your tax return. You know what I mean? Like, it is... I'm just telling you, man. If you are paying taxes and getting a tax return, you're doing it wrong. You need an LLC. You need a side hustle. Go sell doTERRA. Go through what and don't sell sell DoTerra without selling DoTerra. I tried, couldn't sell it. Lost a bunch of money doing it. Okay, cool. Right, like I know, so, like my guy Jeff Bevan has a beard product company. I think it's called Affect Beard Products. Awesome, uh, great. He owns vending machines. Buy yourself an ATM machine and find a convenience store that'll let you put it in there. Buy yourself a vending machine and find a place to put it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Side hustling is the way to do business. You have to do it. You have can, to. You cannot be a W-2 employee. The tax system is not set up for you. I'm currently in the deep end with Dax girlfriend. All right, great. Cool. We're good. We're good. All right. Make sure you hit the like button, casuals. Appreciate you. Make sure you tell uh, everybody from the advocates. How about our guys at Barbecue Pit Stop? BBQPitStop.com. Logan, Leighton, Lehigh, the Jeezy. The Jeezy. Salt Lake City and Murray. We love talking about those guys. We love talking about the advocates. We love talking about Papa Murphy's Pizza, Monty 25, to get you 25% off your your purchase of $25 or more. Go Eagles. Go Bengals. See you tonight at the Maverick Center until Monday. Say goodbye, Jake. Burl head. Goodbye, Jake.